0: please be advised.
1: The, the Kind of Movie Critics podcast, podcast may contain spoilers. This includes
0: most of the movies you're going to
2: want to see. This shit also contains profanity, profanity. So there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, it's Treasy. It's Martin the Mailman. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are down to 50% of the Kind of Movie Critics. <laughs> Officially, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shout out to Corey uh, Corey Chandler and, and I almost forgot their names. And Jesse <laughs> T. it's Jesse T. Uh, who are off probably doing absolutely nothing? They just haven't seen when they see us. So
0: that's not true. Well, it's, well, it's you know, a the better thing that episode. It, it sounds better. The truth is more depressing. You know, after the situation in Virginia Beach, like Corey yeah. and Chandler have been really, oh, really busy. Yeah. Their day jobs. Yeah.
2: I forgot about that. They
0: both work in media.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, well, now that you mentioned, we got to give it like at least a five second moment of silence for that because it happened so close yeah, to us. Yeah, definitely.
0: Right? I knew people yeah. that were in the building.
2: Yeah. So um, we will give it its proper. It's not proper, but. Five you know, we know it's a podcast it's after a certain it, yeah. point in time, you'll probably turn it off it was ten seconds, so we're gonna give it five seconds a moment of silence all right, cool <laughs> um and and that's and that's with all due respect because that that's that's real. I didn't realize how big that really was because there's been so many shootings that I've been sort of desensitized, yeah. but I didn't realize that that was a really a big one until all the
1: stats started coming in, and you know, so yeah, I mean. It's weird when it happens near you. Like yeah. that was like ten minutes away from my house. So you see them like every month or every couple of weeks or something like that, some random place. And even though we have Virginia Tech, it's like that's still on the western side of Virginia. Yeah, it's still five
0: hours away. Yeah.
1: So it was. It was really weird.
2: Yeah, I agree. That was very, very, very weird. Um. But yeah, man, uh, we're here, man. I, I, I hope you guys missed us. <laughs> uh, no pun intended, missed us.
0: Uh, ah. yeah,
2: see, see, now I, I, get, I get what it is now. We're only doing movies that have the word us in it from here on in. Yeah. <laughs> when they see us, yeah. we're trying, we're, we're we're building a narrative here. If you put all the titles together of our episodes from 2019, it'll have a nice little message, kind of like a little... One of those cutout messages when they take somebody hostage, you know, and oh, they paste yeah. it from different places. Hey. It'll be like what what do they call those messages? What a ransom note. not first of all, it's not a ram some. <laughs> hey, note. hey, hey. Tread
3: lightly there, friend. He
2: said ransom. Um but yeah, like a ransom note. Um and um, yeah, man, so uh we haven't been consistent And we apologize for it But we're oh, gonna try to make it Oh but you know what it. you
0: did You did some cool shit though what I do You were You cool were you shit. were working with The Redellin Group On Something in the Water Oh like, yeah something All of that in the water happened Like happen. we yeah. were all like Doing things and living life We love y'all Yeah but, Like life's been cool around here And you know Until recently In Virginia
2: Yeah man We've we been popping Yeah Something in the Water I got a chance to work that You was out there Drunk living your best life
0: In the front row Yeah
2: Yeah Looking
0: at the peas On the back of Jay-Z's neck yeah. Shout
2: Ho- out to me Ho was in VA baby <laughs> Yo, yo, skateboard P bought out like everybody, bro. That jump was crazy, man. It
0: yeah. was the who, the person, the one person that I didn't expect to see was like Lil Duval. That one threw me off. Oh, Lil Duval was here. Yeah, he, Teddy brought him out on Sunday. Oh,
2: see, I I was you know working, so I didn't really yeah. get a chance to because I wasn't working the concerts. We were working like the um, the, like the TED talks. So like mm-hmm. all the clips that are going around from like
0: other tone, the other
2: tone stuff when when Tim and Pharrell were talking, we were recording that stuff. So that was our foot well uh, shout out to the Redelling group, um, um, Steph and Joe for getting us on, but it's their footage, I should say. But, you know, team collaborative effort.
0: That's why you got network sideways. Together. Don't yeah. ever forget that.
2: That's that's the truth. You'll right? never They're, know
0: who's gonna get on.
2: That's the truth. That's the truth. Shout out to them. That was a huge they were the they were the only um black media company that was contracted for to do
0: wow. that was,
2: out, you know, obviously outside of other, to, uh, outside of I Am Other, right. you know, the only contracted black-owned company to do any sort of media. And they brought
0: in another black-owned
2: yeah, black company, company to help them out. Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, you know, like Lizzie said, man, uh, you know, networking sideways, which was a paraphrase from the great Issa, Issa, Issa <laughs> <laughs> but it But it, it, it's all, you know, relative and it all makes sense. Um. Uh, Speaking
0: of something In the water We gotta address Martin's hat yeah. Oh, yeah Something <laughs> on that Fucking hat
2: <laughs> well, He got this Five panel Billionaire boys club Hat That looked like that Damn white man Can't jump <laughs> He
3: got a whole <laughs> Billy <laughs> ho hat <laughs>
2: Yeah Leazy came in the building Talking about some Billy ho
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah That shit oh, yeah. funny Yeah, yeah they had was colorful Colorful hats Yeah I mean, that's, that's BBC club
2: That's true I That's mean, true mean, but you you didn't stop at the hat though you like you about to go play some pickleball right after uh, this game. He was, like, I like, picked up a shirt.
1: Like, I picked up a shirt for my nephew and told him not to play basketball in it. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, a BBC shirt? Yeah. 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 Um, oh, he does.
0: Does he even know like
1: what that he is? He knows. Well, I told him he knows. He knows about Supreme and he knows about Kith, but he doesn't know about BBC. Yo, when weird.
2: when did Supreme hit this stride where it became like the biggest shit ever? Like who? Like when did this happen?
0: And is anybody paying Barbara Krueger? Because they, they, they swag her, her entire yeah. shit.
2: Yeah, well, you know, that's not hip hop for her to pay. But that's not hip hop for them to pay.
0: It's not, Barbara but Cooper. it's very, like, if she's smart, like, I think she probably is. She'll wait until the brand gets huge and then sue.
2: I don't know if it can get any huge than it is now. It's um, kind yeah. of a
0: super big deal. She should sue.
2: Yeah. Oh, so I don't know. What do you guys want to do? You just want to, Oh, and Nip a nip passed since the last time we recorded yeah, Nipsey House. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he died on um, March 31st and i think our our episode was like mid march mm-hmm. so yeah man that was a big blow man that, that was
0: that was like i immediately thought of you like
2: that was a big deal yeah yeah nip was the homie man um that was a hard one but you know we getting past it in a positive way um the whole world i didn't realize the whole world was like was in it dis- was in distress
1: with
3: and that mourning, one to so
1: yeah. yeah and it's like the more people that learned about it the more people that like added to that yeah was hurt by it yeah, yeah.
2: I I've, I've never seen nothing like that in hip hop uh, in terms of like an artist like Pac was the closest but even then there were still some
0: but I don't think so I would agree with you I don't think that what Pac was trying to do was like as uh manifested I guess yeah. as what Nip was doing yeah. so kind of hard to to carry on an an idea when it hasn't become hasn't materialized into anything yet so because nip had something that people could like funnel their energy and their money into like it makes it easier to carry it on but i agree with you like the support that people have shown and wanting to just make sure what he was doing is kept alive Was real, yeah yeah and you never like you never know like what how anything you do, like Issa Rae, don't know. We sitting here quoting her, like fact, yeah. She, facts. yeah facts. So, like you, but yeah. it resonates. You know what I mean? So you never know, like how whatever you do will reverberate into eternity. Yeah. So, really dope.
2: It is, man. Shout out to my man Moose, man. Like my 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 mentor, man. He was uh, if if anybody goes to HU and you're and you do journalism at HU, man, he uh, he's in the Scripps Howard building, WHOV. Uh, but he he has this quote where he always used to say. A man never knows what he's doing till he's, till it's done. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that, that, that quote sums up to me, Nip Hustle in a sentence. I mean, not, obviously not his integrity and all these other things, but his legacy. A man never knows what he's doing till it's done. And in his case, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive. He didn't, he didn't know how far it reverberated. I think the idea was to get it to reverberate that far, but you know, him, him and his, you know, uh, paying with the ultimate price his life. Kind of bought the maybe the inches in the geography that him being alive here wouldn't have got. So shout out to the king, Nip, Hubs, Nip Hustle, yeah. um, which uh, just bringing it into when they see us, uh, the latest release from Ava Duvernay. I lost it, bro. I lost it when she had Nip Hustle playing at the end. Y'all, you know? I lost it, man. I I cried about, I cried probably like six times during this whole shit, man, for different reasons. I don't know if you guys.
0: I didn't cry actually until the fourth episode
2: until the fourth episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's probably when the majority of mine happened. I cried several episode. times though. Yeah. Yeah. But oh.
0: I didn't, everybody was saying how they couldn't get through the first episode. And what I realized like later, cause I was like, y'all were crying at this. Like, do you know nothing about this? Like, why are, why are you crying? Right. And then I realized they weren't crying. It was making them so mad that they couldn't get through it.
2: That too. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, For sure. For sure. All right. So let's so let's officially get into this. When They See Us, the Netflix release uh, of um, the miniseries, four-part miniseries that Ava DuVernay did about the Central Park Five, which if anybody was around or born in, was of some a consciousness. A little bit. I do, so I, I do have too. a lot of family in New York. And I
0: remember um, Yusef Salaam. And, and Raymond Santana Jr.'s faces, like, very vividly. from, mm. And I was only, like, eight years old. Okay. Um, but I remember, like, seeing them on the news several, like, times. Mm-hmm. And remember, like, them just being portrayed like these animals. Mm-hmm. And I, <clears throat> I didn't, in my mind, like, as I got older, like, tie them to the Central Park jogger. But oh. I did remember their faces. And... The The mention of the Central Park jogger that I remember most vividly is in Jungle Fever. Mm,
3: yeah, he's
0: like, well, is it, what's his name? Uh, the Torturo brother. I can't think of his uh, name. The younger uh, brother. Nicholas.
2: Nicholas. Tur- Nicholas. Yeah.
0: He's like smacks the, the counter and goes, what about Central Park?
3: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm
0: like, well, I never, it never dawned on me to like go check on like what he was actually talking about. But when um, the Central Park Five mm-hmm. documentary came out on Netflix, like a few years ago, like it may have been like, 20, well, I have to look it up. I want to say it was twenty like, fourteen.
2: It was like twenty thirteen, I believe.
0: Okay, yeah, I remember it, being it was a, before
2: the settlement happened, I believe. Yes, it was. Yeah, it that, was, and that happened in twenty fourteen.
0: Right, because I remember. You're right, because yeah. I remember watching it and then seeing that they got the settlement right. and being like, "Yes, yes, finally." But when I when I watched it back. I was having flashbacks of, like, seeing these kids on the news when mm-hmm. I was eight,
3: mm-hmm.
0: which is crazy. Like, but I, I, like, obviously, like, Raymond Santana looks so different. Yusuf Salaam looks so different because they're so much older. Right. But, like, yeah. seeing them as kids and going, oh, shit. Like, I remember seeing them on the news. hmm
2: Yeah. I, it, for me, it wasn't. So you probably have way more recollection than I have. It was, like, I, I don't remember it in that much detail. I just remember, like. Like I don't remember anything about the case, but I remember yeah. seeing
0: them on the television. Peripheral
2: conversations. I got this. shout out to my cousin Curly, man. My cousin Curly know, know everything that happened in between in New York from '85 to motherfucking like 2000. He's I have like a the cousin street. Curly.
0: That's funny. He, he's <laughs> like the he's street, from Philly.
2: The street Wikipedia. He used to tell us. He used to tell us stories about like Al Poe and Rich Porter. And oh, like, okay. And, and it almost sounded like horror stories. This is like like certain things that happen with like horror stories, like. Finding the finger in a, a, you know, Rich Porter's brother's finger in some, like, in some fries at a, uh, at, you know, at the uh, McDonald's on 125th.
0: Wow, he's trying to scare the shit out of y'all.
2: Yeah, but it was, it was like these urban legend stories that were on the streets. Mm-hmm. And obviously when it gets into the people's household that wasn't there, it's way bigger than what it was, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I used to hear about, so so when paid in full finally came out, like, he was one of the first people I called, like, nigga, you wasn't lying. Like, <laughs> this shit is real, like, you know. Um, but yeah, shout out to Curly. I remember him saying, you know, certain things about this. Um what was the peripheral. sentiment
0: back then though? Did he think that they did this or um
2: it wasn't really when I think about it, it wasn't like a, an accusatory tone. It was just information. Mm. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I don't remember any real grown-ups talking about this. That's the thing. It
0: wasn't a conversation in my house. I definitely yeah. wasn't.
2: Yeah, so so I don't I, I can't remember what the perspective was, but obviously it was eat those black kids alive, you know, and, um, which was propelled by this, these, you know, full page ads that are fucking whack ass, whatever, 45. yeah, <laughs> whatever we want to refer to as clown ass ass, you know, took out and invested in this entire movement, um, to, to, you know, just to swallow these young kids alive, man. And, and, you know, one of the reasons why I shed a lot of tears in part four was something that the guard said, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, look which we'll get to. We'll get to that. But yeah, that's that was my perspective on it. It was just, just kind of conversations about the situation, nothing accusatory. I didn't realize it was that big of a thing until I saw that documentary um that you that you're referring to. But how about you, how about for you, Martin?
1: Um, I was there maybe like a couple months after it happened, but I was like six months old, so Right. So of, of course, course I wouldn't know. remember it. All right. Um, I mean, I never, re- I never even talked to like my family from New York about it, though. Really, I just learned about it like much later. I think I learned about it like after they got out of prison too, because mm-hmm. I didn't really know much about it.
2: Yeah, media was so different then, right? It was like, you know, if you didn't you read trusted the paper, it, though. that too, that too, that's yeah. fucking scary.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, um, how much of how much of what we. Understand is just like
2: it's programmed. Spun,
0: spun, spun. I know we're programmed, but we like to think like I can identify that I'm even with this. Right? Right. It's a it's a political move. Like this movie's being released now, and Candace Owens said it. She was like, "It's ahead of an election cycle," and I'm like, "When are we not ahead of an election cycle?" Like that's that's (laughs) life here. But it's 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 trying to. Spark prison reform. You want the candidates that claim to be supporting you. You want this fresh in their minds. It's fresh in the people's minds. Like, what right. are we doing for criminal justice reform? Right. Like, this is we can we can push art in that direction to make it happen. Sure. So the, even this is programming, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with it. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of the same thing that happened when, uh, uh, you know, this is a funny thing to think about now, and, and I don't know how much you'll understand it. Yeah, you have to. I mean, how old were you, like, in two thousand one, two thousand two, Martin?
1: Um, two thousand one, I was probably about thirteen. You were about I 13. was probably about thirteen. I think.
2: Okay, so you remember, man? After nine eleven, man, fucking everybody hated Bush, bro. Even kind of before then, yeah. Lazy, like everybody hated Bush, and then you know, then you have Fahrenheit nine eleven.
0: I actually hated him though. Well, Fahrenheit 9 like yeah, made me very disappointed. I hated him. Right. But I don't, I don't, I don't know that I I it wasn't I didn't feel about him the way I feel about our current president. Well, I well, I did have the sentiment that he didn't deserve to be president, but just because right. I thought he was an underachiever, right. um, which is the same way and that he was privileged, right? Mm-hmm. But he was still likable on a personal level. Yeah. So I was I always felt like yeah, he's a C student, and all the things he has in his life are through nepotism, right? But like, he could come past the crib and have a burger; it'd be fine. Like, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, I never thought that. No, no I, I, always, I but
0: I, but now. but like, he was he was never he was never not likable as a person. Like I, I didn't I like him as a mean. politician, but as a person, he seemed like an okay person. So, so, so that, he
1: like, he surrounded himself with unlikable people. Though. But he, mm-hmm. he
0: did, he did. He surrounded himself with unlikable people, but he himself was not was like, likeable. right. Well, to an ex- he was, re- he it, weird enough. And it sounds crazy coming out of my mouth. Cause I don't see myself as like, Wanting to relate to people right. Who like grow up like him or or But like seeing him like Moving around like he just He could be silly and I was just like Oh you're a regular guy you're stupid but yeah. whatever You seem alright and like Fahrenheit 911, just I never felt like he did it by himself So I, I had a right. Heightened sense of awareness of what the Government was doing but right. I never felt Like I never felt like he was smart Enough to do it <laughs> so right. does that make Sense yeah, and I definitely don't sense. And the crazy thing is, I give him a like. Now that we're talking about, it, I give him like that pass, and I'm like, "Whatever, you seem fine." Right. Whereas our current president, I don't think I'll ever feel that way about him. So
1: that's kind of the point that I'm but getting at. It, it's kind of weird because the whole the Mueller thing. It's like he wasn't smart enough to pull it off, and that's why, like it happened, like it it went down the way. Like they found. That like he was trying to get all these people to do these things, and he wasn't smart enough to get them to do it in a way. Like they all disobeyed him, so that he wouldn't commit collusion or whatever.
0: Wow, that's crazy.
1: Well, yeah, that's
2: that. They were smart enough yeah. not
0: to do it.
3: were smart
2: enough. Yeah, that was see. But I, but
0: I don't I don't so and it's it's the little things with forty five that like with with and we'll get back to what we're talking about. Yeah, but it's yeah. the little things with forty five. Like you really wanted them to like turn the McCain around so you wouldn't see his name on the ship when you and you like ask them to hide yeah, like he's a like piece of shit. that's like that's some fuck shit like i can't see bush junior doing no fuck shit like right. i can't and I, and the way that he like comes and sits next to the Clintons and the Obamas like when they have to be next to each other and is civil and a respectable human. I don't see 45 doing that. I see him continuing to be the same smug bastard right. he is.
2: Well, but see, but, but I guess my whole, you and know, I just kind of taking it back to what uh-huh. you it's really just an ode to your point, right? Like, it's all political leveraging. So, you know, my point in bringing that up was, like, my, my seated like, dislike for uh, President Bush was... Kind of augmented by Fahrenheit 911. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when I took my stance of like, oh, I can't fuck with this guy. But then, you know, later on, things pass, things happen. We get a black president, then we get this asshole. And then the movie Vice comes out. You're like, oh, it's really, it was really Dick Cheney the entire time. That was the piece of shit. But it, it, it's, it's just so weird, man. Because I just remember what the climate was when it came to. Um, when it came to Bush, and it, and then we see what we have now, and it's kind of like when somebody plays the little Joker in Spades, and they're like, "Oh, this shit gonna ride, yeah. <laughs> this shit gonna ride," and then you know the last throw was the fucking big Joker, and you're like, "Oh shit, I forgot that was still out there." Mm, shit. You know well, what what's crazy I mean?
0: is what if we got the little Joker now? Yeah, that's
2: what's scary the, Honestly That's what scares me the most mm-hmm. Is because I just you, you know I never used to subscribe To like history repeats itself Because I didn't really understand What that meant
0: But we that's We hadn't lived long enough There you
2: go That's one of those quotes that My that, mama
0: always says that she, Whenever you say something You'd be like I don't understand I don't understand And I'll give another example Which we can talk about Well I'll just say it now The move tragedy Move
2: tragedy right When and I talk feeling. to my
0: mama I, The move bombing Because right. I like to say What it actually was Um, when the move bombing, like when I learned about it, I went to talk to my mom about it. And I think I brought this up on the show before, Mm -hmm. but I was like, yo, it happened in like 86, 87. Right. Mm -hmm. And my, and I was like, mom, we never talked about this. Was this a big deal? And she was like, yeah, it's just what the times were. And I was like, yo, it was the eighties, but like putting that together with this. And I'd love to see a movie about the move bombing. Cause I want people to really understand, like people get away with some fuck shit in this country, but like. My mom being, and I'm like, really, mom? Like, it just was like that? And my mom always says this. She goes, just keep living. Mm. Just keep living. Just mm. keep on living. She always says that. Like, when I'm like, I don't understand this, and things get this bad, and she's just like, just keep living. Just keep like, living. you'll understand it better by and by. That's what that means. Yeah. She's like, just keep living.
2: That's deep. And, 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 and the reality of it is, is that, That is, that's, it makes me, these times make me wish I paid attention more to history in school because it really is a lot of um, just shit repeating itself at a different octave, you know, um, conforming to whatever the situation is here. So, you know, it's just so funny that a tragedy that happened in 1989, 30 years later, could still be so relevant. Relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a coincidence. That's. You know.
0: But that brings me back to a point that I made on an earlier show and you kinda push back against it. Uh-huh, okay. And I was saying how
2: I hadn't lived long enough, Lizzie. That's nah, all that
3: Right. Was. You need to live an extra like <laughs> ten I, months. Yeah, that pushed
0: so, back. <laughs> um, but but how um race relations in the country, right? Uh-huh. How people are like, it's so much worse. Now, then I remember it being when I was a child and I I attribute that to like us not having as much access to each other and mm-hmm. media being able to kind of tell us what's what. Okay. Um, and I was like, it just brings me back to like how far we think we've come and then we get smacked in the face with how far we haven't come. I just think this is another instance of that, of us thinking we maybe have made strides or we're really just right in the same kind of position.
2: Yeah, well th- okay, so that's where my statement a different octave comes from, right? Because it's like it's the same notes but it's a one level further, right? Like so so I so I would imagine my pushback came from no things have changed.
0: Well no, you were just kind of like we weren't alive. So we can't say that.
2: Uh, Oh, I get what you're saying. (laughs) And I I was
0: that. So you were, you know what I mean? You were like, well, we weren't alive then. And that's not fair to the people who lived it. And it's kind of like.
2: That's funny. I still have that same sentiment, though. Like even
0: if we were alive and it's it's it's. But to be fair, it's still in our lifetime. So,
2: so here's here's the octave change. The octave change is now we have a voice to say how we feel about it, right? Yeah, and, we have and that voice matters. You see what Black Twitter did with getting this Linda Fairstein chick out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so that's the that's the next octave. Is that we actually have Black Twitter is a voice that matters, mm-hmm. you know? Because because influence matters, especially when it comes to politics and things of that nature. So. So that it's so it, it is kind of different where it's like at some point there was no outlet for people to really fight back against it. It was word of mouth, he said, she said, you know, there was no headquarters in your hand. And you were
0: having the conversation with like little pockets of people yes. that you know as opposed to like to having a, a national conversation. Right. This
2: is shit that happens in you know, in your five block. Hemisphere or stratosphere, whatever that word is that you always say shit wrong. So I'm waiting for Lizzie to correct me here. I mean,
0: that's fine. I wasn't going to correct you. All right, cool, cool.
2: But, uh, (laughs) but yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, it's just, you know, preaching to the choir to some degree, um, as opposed to people that actually have influence outside of your, you know, outside of, outside of your grasp. And that's where things, I I think that's where the octave happens. So I would imagine that's where my point stem from, but anyhow, um, um, I don't know. Let's how do how do we
0: how do we how do we take it episode by episode?
2: Let's do that because this was a very dense. Even though it was just this one story, it was just very dense, man. Um. And uh they did break it so for anybody who hasn't seen it, it has it's has been broken down into four part miniseries. I've heard so many people refer to this as a documentary, and it's so weird.
1: Like yeah, it's not at you know, all. You, that
2: happens, you've heard that yeah, too. I've heard that a lot, yeah. I'm
0: like, yo, there's not a fucking documentary. There is man. a documentary like, which will piss you off more. Yeah, yeah, I will tell you like what because sh- okay, I did not experience all the emotion that I feel like people were saying that was unbearable for them. And I'm going to attribute that to me having seen the documentary years ago. I think I went through all of those feelings then. Right. It felt different though, because seeing it as a documentary and seeing like different news clippings, like pieced together. One of the things that struck me in this first episode, and probably because I was eight years old. So when you're eight, someone 15 seems so old, right? Yes. Watching the dramatization and seeing what a fourteen-year-old looks like, yes, in that situation, that was what was like, like to use uh, Chandler's word, viscerally upsetting to me. Right, right. <laughs> was like they were babies, yeah, and the way that they kept describing them as the they kept calling them animals, right? And I'm like, they think our children are animals, like mm-hmm. they're. Babies. I don't. And how do you look at that baby and think a kid would be capable of doing something like that? A kid who's never been in trouble before has no history of like violence or, or, or just, you know, being a criminal at all. No criminal history. Like our babies come out of the womb just (laughs)
3: like pack
0: animals. Like that, black kids just get together with strangers that they don't even know and decide to like, beat a woman near death and rape her.
1: Well, this is what I wondered was like how because it looks like in the in the four part miniseries or whatever, it looks like Reyes and um Corey are like similar to the same age. So like how old was Reyes at the time?
0: Um I'd have to look that up.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, I mean the, it I looks like he the has same, have you ever yeah. seen
0: what he actually looks like? No. He's he has very um he had crazy eyes. I don't oh, know how yeah. to put it. Like <laughs> okay, if he walk yeah. if he walked past me on the street, yeah, I would be like, "The fuck is he doing?" Like his just the looking. You ever meet someone like that and their countenance is just off, and yeah. you're just kind of like, "What are you about to do?"
3: Mm. He yeah.
0: got he he got crazy eyes. Like I don't yeah, know how yeah, to put it. I don't it.
2: know how to put it.
0: Like you know, you ever see a person like, um, maybe a mentally ill person, right, or. Because I know, like, there's several guys, like, that live near me that they walk back and forth to the store. You know what I mean? You ever meet, that? know those guys? And I see them every day, but there's nothing about them that feels threatening. Right. Mm. I see them and, you know, talking to myself, walking to the store with no shirt on with my coat. But I'm like, okay, he's slow. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm, but I don't feel, like, danger. Right. If I saw that guy.
2: And which one were we talking about?
0: The guy who actually did it. Reyes. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah.
0: If yeah. I saw that guy, yeah. I like yeah. the fuck is he doing? <laughs> like, right, you know what I mean? Right. I don't know how to explain it, and maybe it's just—I mm, I don't it's, know. Maybe I pull up a picture. Maybe on. you could. Maybe could, at, yeah. what's crazy is like, Corey Wise like put up a post in the fall where he was wishing him a happy Thanksgiving, and I thought that I had to wrap my head around that. You know what I mean? Because he he was saying like, if he didn't do what he did. He, you know, I it would
2: be exonerated.
0: I, but also, if he didn't do what he did, you never would have been in this situation in the first place. So it's just kind of like,
2: the, yeah, that's how do you truth. wrap your
0: head around that?
2: Yeah, I, I think you got to take it for what it—I think you got to take it— I understand
0: what he was saying.
2: So I, I would imagine when you, go to, when you go to wrap your head around it, you have to start with the most recent incidents and work your way backwards, right? So it's like, you know, maybe the layer—pulling back the layers is saying— all things considered, I have to because maybe if it wasn't, I this guess crime, he's just being be thankful else. for what
0: he can find the positivity yeah. in. Which I can't judge that because I've never been in that situation. You yeah. know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I'm and I'm tr- and I'm kind of trying to think of the, how my reaction to that would be. But yeah, I, I oh, get yeah. it where it's like where it's like had he not, yeah, he looked wild. Yeah, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm
0: showing them the picture of Reyes. Yeah, like he that's wild. not if he walked. If he walked past you, you probably like be looking over your shoulder too, right? That's like the Christian
1: Reyes. That ain't even like that. Ain't even right. (laughs) O.G. Reyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he do a little saved and delivered Reyes. He got
0: crazy eyes. Like I don't know how
1: to. That
2: saved and delivered. (laughs) His goatee ain't even connecting, bro. Yeah, that (laughs) shit is wild.
0: Y'all are terrible. Stop making me laugh at shit I shouldn't laugh
2: at. Uh, But no, I I, but I I get I get the sentiment. I I think in that case, I would probably be more. I'd probably just be silent instead of wishing him a happy Thanksgiving. But I'm
0: sure none of the other ones are. But
2: Yeah, but I get it. if if it went down the way that it was expressed in part four, mm-hmm. how he just he you know even his, you know his word well, he got somebody else paying for my sin and
1: it w- it was a process because I think in real life it was like he he talked to Corey of course but he didn't tell him he did it then he talked to his boys of course his he's saved now so his boys is like you should tell the chaplain then he tells the chaplain has to tell the whole story then he tells the warden has to tell the whole story. And finally he tells, like, somebody else. And then they get to, like, the attorney right. or the DA or whatever, the judge. That So he has to tell the story, like, four times. Right. And take DNA before they can even, um, before they can even get, it, get exonerated.
2: Sure. So, I mean, you got to respect the process. I do. Um, that's just weird. But you know what? I kind of want to rewind back to something. Um, you were talking about the language that they were using with these kids in part mm-hmm. one.
0: That which, struck me.
2: Which, I mean, you know, as I get older and, you know, having a kid now— um, you know, I realize that I'm 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 a little bit more me personally. I'm more cognizant of that, right? Like, I care about the youth, and then you you know you have friends that have done criminal things, and you're like, but they're really good people. They're just bad circumstances, right? Like from you know it's just bad circumstances. So you don't you're not as quick to label people as everybody else. And it's where does trash. that like, where does that labeling come from?
0: I just made a connection to when you're talking just now. My brain does that sometimes, you mm. know. African Americans in this country historically were literally regarded as animals in yeah. chattel slavery. And then, you know, slavery morphed into the prison industrial complex. Oh, yeah. And so I guess in order to justify like the treatment of, of inmates. This has to happen. You have to dehumanize them. There has to be and the language. And that's been that's been happening, it's you know, since we hap- arrived here. Man,
2: listen, in in addition to uh, we're just going to be jumping all over the place. Just strap on the seatbelt and get ready just for Just unpacking a ride. y'all. Just Yeah, <laughs> because there's so much with this. I okay, in addition to 13th, right, which was Ava's uh documentary project that actually came before it was, it was what? 13th came out in what? Like 2016, 2017? The documentary she did about the Thirteenth Amendment. No, it
0: was after. It was we started this in two thousand seventeen, so it was it was after. So that. it was after that. So, so it was like two thousand. It might have been two thousand seventeen. It wasn't last year.
2: Okay, so she did Thirteenth. If anybody's not familiar, which is also a Netflix documentary, go watch that. Her and Oprah had a sit down conversation about the Thirteenth documentary. Did you guys watch that? No. no, that's on Netflix as well. Go watch that. So it's just like a thirty-minute conversation with her and Oprah, and Oprah basically interviewing Ava, who, if I haven't said it, man, Ava's so fucking beautiful, bro. She's I, very beautiful. I love Ava DuVernay, man.
0: She looks like the lost child of Muhammad Ali. I think she looks like an Ali.
2: Interesting. I can me. see that. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. Um, but she, you know, she just said something. It's just funny how you know thirteenth and then this, right? That's all. This is all part of the same book. This is all part of the same catalog. Right. And um, and she just made a point about 13th where it's like, you know, depending on what point you're coming into, all this information is what, you know, you know, crack and cocaine, you know, and, you know, just different. Everybody has different reference points, but it's so different when you see it all laid out on the table for you and how it's how it is all connected. You know, this is it's a it's a lot easier to digest than you think, you know, it's what it is, is the timelines is what sort of distorts our viewpoint about all this being the relevancy of all this. Right. But when you start looking at things that happen decade by decade and you look at who profits decade by decade, it's really all the same conversation. This is all the same conversation. And it's it's you know, there's capitalism.
0: I don't know if my head nod is audible, but like I'm over here giving the mean Church lady had not. Yeah,
2: she's doing everything but the fist. <laughs> um. Uh, but it's all the same conversation, man. It, you know, capitalism, racism, and, you know, how they how they feed each other. You know, it's just one big dialogue, man. So part one was about the incident and uh, how these kids became the suspects. Did, right?
0: So had you watched the documentary before? No,
2: I never so watched it. So this was like
0: you saw this for the first time. Yeah. What were you feeling?
1: Um, It felt like a horror movie. I've heard people say that because it's like you know. Of course, I knew they were arrested and they were going to be locked up or whatever. So you're just seeing kids in New York City and being in New York, I've seen kids all the time. Like last time I went to this uh, this fried ice cream place like in uh, Chinatown, and these kids were like roasting me or whatever. And it's just like some random kids. They were (laughs) roasting you, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like with the fried ice cream and the sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just like kids in New York, you see it like all the time. Like kids walk to school, kids take the train. It's just like just random kids in New York. And to think like they were just like those kids just walking down the street, maybe at a pizza spot, trying to go to the park, have some fun, like chill or whatever. And to that just completely changed the lives of them and their families. Ridiculous. And seeing it and knowing like you get that subtle horror movie feeling where you know something horrible is about to happen, even though everybody's smiling. Right. Right. Corey is chilling with his girlfriend. Like they're just jumping around having fun, but they're you just know kids. deep kids. deep down, it's like the killer is coming. Like Jason is coming, or Freddy is coming, right. and, mm. and it's the police. Like right.
0: That um, you're right. That's like that's like the first twenty minutes of like every horror film are exactly yeah. like that. Like everything is fine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it isn't.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: Um. So just back to the historical context and like real life. Do you think they did they play up race as much in the in during the case? Did they play up race as I much as it kinda was here? I don't
0: know, but there was a lot of coded language. So interestingly enough, like talking black, talking white, what mm. that means and the implications of that. And you people who I love to tell like you're crazy when you say that's not a thing. Right. So the word wilding, wildin' out.
2: Wild wow, right.
0: What does that mean? Like that just mean we don't even say that anymore in Virginia. We say you yeah, you Right, you, <laughs> you welling. Wellin. Right. So, the only
2: person that used wilding now is Nick Cannon.
0: <laughs> wilding, But he don't even put the G on it. You're right. Um because like when they say it, when they I, I remember like there's like watching the documentary and then going, This phenomena of wilding, but the way they said it, like the way we say it is just kind of like, yo, you 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 acting crazy, you wow. wilding. Right. And, like, that means something completely different than the way that it was, like, put right. when the media said it. When yes. I guess it's, like, accessible language. It's like, when I say that, it means one thing. And when you say it and you, you change the context of how it's being used, it means something else. Right so they were saying they were they were like these kids describe it as wilding getting together in packs to cause mischief I'm like that's not even what wilding means like <laughs> right.
2: wilding is not even that specific no
0: this like you just do term. you're doing too much but like,
2: but you know what but that is that is a conversation right that's mm-hmm. a conversation of like paired with this incident that word being so broad it's coded it's it's coded and but it's, it's racially it's also broad. coded it's
0: broad but it well, it, it means one thing to us, right? Yes. When you're talking black. Right. It means something else when you're talking white. Like you know right. what I'm saying? So right. and it, it it was coded it's the same way, like
2: like the word nigga for real, at the end of the day. But um, see that's a little bit more specific. Yes, yes that's and what I'm no. saying. Like
0: Well, if we talk about context and accessible language, then yes, right. Yeah. But but when we're talking about what the goal of the use of the word is is it was to dehumanize these children for sure, and to me, is that racially coded? Yes. When I hear people refer to kids as thugs or as savages mm-hmm. or as you know what I mean, yeah. animals or monsters or trash, like it just it does something to me. I don't right. like to hear, and ok, I'll give an example. Okay. It could be anything, just to dehumanize someone. So, what was the word they were using in Black class? I mean, he kept calling them toads. He kept calling Black people toads. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, yeah. That's not even anything I've ever heard t- before. To know to be offended by it. Don't set him off. But though. when he said it, I knew exactly what the fuck it meant. Right. And why he was saying it. Right.
2: Well, I didn't know why he was saying it. Like, what is what is a toad?
0: Dehumanize. it's just it's just dehumanization? Oh, that. Okay. And I the, his, you, meant, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. the response was. I only ain't, have human no, beings. Right. There are no, no toes. toes here. So they're just human, human beings.
2: beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't know. I'd never heard that slur before, but I knew it was a slur. Yeah,
0: yeah you knew what it I mean, was exactly when you heard it. but how but that, it was used. It was, just, it was just, to answer your question, do mm-hmm. I think that there was racial talk? Maybe. I feel like in personal conversations, probably these black savages, blah, 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 blah. But in terms of the the media, a lot of things are coded the same way they are now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Which, you know, obviously everything is perspective or perception Mm -hmm. um, and whoever controls the narrative. Right. And Mm -hmm. that's where things have changed is like mass media is not the only person that can create a narrative. Mm -hmm. Now, any 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 person with a following can create a narrative, uh, which we see is scary. You know, it's it's beneficial in some ways, but it's extremely dangerous um, when it when it has no when it's has no real merit or is sort of like augmented by by prejudice or you know things of that nature. Um I tell you, man, first of all, I I if there was a way that we could give out an award for best acting, like and from kind of movie critics and it actually would matter. Man, the kid Asante Black who played the young Kevin, the youngest one out of all of them, he murdered this role. And there was one scene specifically with him where I was like, it really hit home, like how how pressured this situation is. I don't know if you guys have ever been questioned by cops. I've been questioned by no,
0: cops, right? I haven't.
2: It's it's very they're very. I, I was questioned by cops in a situation that was not as serious as this, but they use some of the same tactics to try to get the information they want. And it's not this is not like they're. I don't think they piped this up for the movie by any means. It was probably way worse. They took it and from they the toned video. it down, right? The part where where Kevin, and I'm what I'm 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 illustrating something physical, when he had his hand on his head like this and he was talking and he was nervous and he had his hand like kind of rubbing the top of his head and he was answering one of their questions and the cop pushed his hand down and it smacked on the table. Do y'all remember that mm-hmm. scene? Oh, I was that. That fucked me up because, well, first of all, he's a baby and
0: you're a big ass man.
2: yeah And that was a hard ass thump. So, you know, I just even from a directorial standpoint, from a behind the lens standpoint, you know, that wasn't I'm sure they didn't bring in a rubber table for this moment. You know, this was a moment. This kid performed his own stunt in that moment. Maybe it was
0: improvised.
2: It could have been. And the the look on his face, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but you know, for a kid of, I mean, I don't know how, how old Asante Black is, man, but he's, he's young. I I wouldn't put him past 16, man. But for him to have like his, his reaction to that moment was perfect. It was like one of shock, one of complete and utter disarray. It was just like, hold, hold on, what the fuck is this? You know, what, what am I, what am I talking about? Like, it was like an out of body experience that moment, you know, when his when his hand gets slammed up against the joint. And in that respect, I feel you Martin. It really felt like a whor- a horror movie. Yeah. Um, you know, starring five young kids, man.
1: Um, I don't I don't know if he was the best actor, but I definitely think he out of all the kids, he probably had the best New York accent. I think one thing yeah. that gives me a pet peeve is when you do New York stories. And nobody has like a New York accent. It's like yo, somebody got to have it. And he, I thought his was pretty good. Yeah, his was, his felt pretty authentic. That's a pet
0: peeve of mine too. But mm-hmm. Except it's for Virginia Oh, yeah. because people in Virginia don't sound like Texas. But I digress. Facts.
2: Facts. <laughs> Hold on. When did you hear a bad Virginia accent in a movie?
0: Watch Roots. Watch the new oh, version. Oh shit! Of
2: Roots. Oh shit! They all have right. a bunch
0: of British people. That's probably why. Well, that's but half we the all sound the damn same to them.
2: Yeah, that's half the story. So if he, if t- who was the best kid actor to you in this particular?
1: I mean, I think you have to give it to Corey. Even though sometimes, some parts of Corey's performance mm-hmm. is almost, feels a little bit like a character. But then most of the time, he's on the side of like, he's really giving it his all. He's really embodying this character. It didn't When me, you see yeah. the real dude, like, so yeah. did,
0: did you watch? Have you watched a documentary yet? I yet? didn't watch
1: a documentary, but I saw something on YouTube where you saw like the tape of the real guy, like when he was a kid that talking. Was, that's really how he sounded. That's how
0: he sounded. It yeah. was pretty accurate.
1: Yeah,
0: he, he it may maybe it sound like it felt like a caricature, like if you don't know what this person is like,
2: right? You you know what? Because, all right, you're right. I have to give it to you. I mean, damn near all of Part Four was about Corey Wise's character. So he got the most shine out of all the kids, for sure. We saw the most range out of him. But I tell you, man. But you
0: feel like the other kid's capable.
2: Yeah, I feel like the other kid is way more capable. And I don't know the actor who played Corey Wise. Let me look that up real quick while I'm saying this.
0: I don't know his name, but I just know that's a kid from Moonlight. From Moonlight,
2: right. From Jerome, I
1: think. Yeah, that sounds about right.
2: Jerome. He was in this other movie called uh, First Match that's also on. um, on Netflix But He just He, he does his tight lip thing All the time
1: Yeah And he'll never let it go and I, I just, I just be like, Yo, why are your lips so tight all the so, time, sometimes bro? Sometimes when he would talk, he just move his mouth, <laughs> like, like, like when they asked like, him to mama. come down to the station, or like when, when his sister was like getting kicked out of the house, he's yeah. like, Mama, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when they, when
2: they, which is, I'm laughing yeah. about it, and they're all out of prison. That was now. very yeah. hard to watch. Yeah, but when they asked him to come down because he was six, you know, asked him to come down to the station to be with, um, to be with, uh, Yusuf. And he was just like, they, they asked him, he like hey, you know, why don't you come down to the stage? You're 16, right? Why don't you come out to the stage? And he was just like, y'all can't see me, but I'm doing a tight lip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird because he felt oh like.
0: That, that's probably like... some of his idiosyncrasies, though, that he.
2: But, like... it, but he carries it. It was like that moonlight. It's been like that with everything that I've no, seen. No, you're right. Him. He's very like, tight yeah, tight-lipped very in moonlight.
1: Tight, yeah. But he felt like. Probably one of the youngest ones, even though he was the oldest. Just yeah, like he really wasn't ready for anything that was about to happen to him. Well, you know oh, he's you know he's mentally. like intellectually impaired yeah. though.
2: Yeah, mentally yeah.
1: he was definitely um, a little he, bit behind the rest of them.
2: So it's it was, so the movie portrayed at least. No,
0: he is in okay, real life. Okay, in real he's, life,
2: because he, he's the only tape that I saw. I, I didn't see the other he tapes. A dim,
0: he has a diminished IQ.
2: Okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, um, but yeah, his his that that whole part four with him, man, that was. He, I mean, that was some good range for him. They they put his tight lip to use. And I tell you what, I hate <laughs> you. <laughs> the, the part that really, kid, and I tell you, like, okay, so you talk about the accents, the New York accents being bad. I didn't like his. Do you remember his walk at the end when he was like walking through the streets oh, about all white?
3: You know <laughs> <And that> shot, <laughs> Josh, man.
2: I'm like, yo, yo fam, nobody walks like of, that.
1: There's a lot of people straight out of prison that like they walk like. It was like ten years ago. Yeah, my like nigga, that. but like, ten years before he got out, they didn't walk like that though. Nah, I
0: see. I literally seen a dude, and this was like two
3: thousand
0: four. Uh-huh. Literally, well, when did they build town center? Two thousand four, two so, thousand five. Yeah, I seen a dude like taking his chick to. Cheesecake Factory. He right. had on a head to toe, like, white Dapper Dan MCM situation. Oh, my God. It, it looked exactly like, like that. that. And oh um, me God. and my daughter's father were there. He was like, this nigga must have, like, literally just came <laughs> home. He was like, I'm gonna <laughs> put my shit on. I'm gonna take my yeah, lady out. to time machine-ass <laughs> looking nigga. Yeah, so, I mean, I wasn't mad at that scene. Like, yeah. I seen it in real life, and it looked pretty Boy. fucking accurate. That <laughs> <Damn laughs>
2: was crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, crazy. Um, did we give kudos to Brad? For young man in the cinematography. So and honestly, shit.
0: until the until the credits started playing, it didn't dawn on me to even look. Uh-huh. And then I seen his name. I was like, Bradford Young.
2: Yeah, yeah that's. I cool. had
0: to text you immediately. Yeah,
2: you did. Yeah, that yo, I love Bradford Young, man. I I feel like the this at no point did not feel like Harlem in the eighties. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. did not. There was no. So that's a credit to him, but also like the production design, mm-hmm. right? Whoever did the costume and whoever did the staging on the, I mean, there were shots usually with these period pieces, especially when it comes to New York, you can always tell because they, they sort of limit your amount of view on a city block.
1: But I I think New York is one of those cities. You could find a lot of places in New York that look like, still look like New York in the eighties. The Kennedy fried chicken looks like like it looked Yeah, It (laughs) still looks like it looked, but I mean, Brooklyn, like, the Queen is like it still looks like New York back then. It's still there,
2: but then the you Bronx got, but then, but then you got to yeah. talk about the cars. Yeah, you got to talk true. about the wardrobing. You know what I'm saying? You got to talk about certain buildings that weren't there when you shoot. Like, like for instance, you know, you do a wide landscape. I mean, the, the, towers, the towers are gone. Are gone yeah. You know, yeah. so that automatically you can the, find the,
0: footage of that really. Yeah, but
2: but it's still there's even when you start talking about inner city. Right, within the within the streets and the blocks. Like you gotta you gotta understand, right? When people from New York that grew up in New York watch these things, they pick these shit apart. True. Oh, that's fucking fucking that's fucking thirty-fifth and you know. That's what I'm me saying? watching shit in Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like they pick shit apart, man. So it's like you kinda gotta limit your amount of view because every block can look the same or has the same elements. And it's very easy, you know, throw some graffiti up, like, they're some not even colors. in all of them, yeah. Right. And and I just felt like this was authentic New York. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? No part of it did not feel like it was not authentic New York. Uh, like you said, down to the Kennedy fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? Um uh, so so that I just want to give kudos to Bradford Young and whoever the production designer was for this uh for this miniseries, cause all that shit was on point like a mug, bro. Um all right, so what else happened in part one? The kids get bought in for questioning. Oh. The
0: the the like so the conversations between police. Yes. Yes, okay, let's go there. I'm very curious, like, how accurate those things are. Um, I can see it going down like that. So the thing is, you obviously know, um, because they made it a point to show them at the crime scene, right. right? And to show, like, the thing that makes it all fall apart is that you're claiming these five kids did that. There's not five sets of footprints. Right. Like, it you can clearly see that one person drug one person's body. Right. Um. So then, how do you jump from that to say like I'm going to make this whole other story so fit what I want it to fit when I clearly know it's bullshit?
2: Oh, okay. So you're okay. So we're talking about two levels. You're talking about the actual dialogue between the actual police and the prosecution team in the in the eighty in the late eighties, mm-hmm. and then you're talking about are Are you also saying like? How do you hypothesize that if you're in the writer's room? Mm -hmm. So, okay. So I heard, I I don't know if it was a podcast or something that I heard Ava on. Matter of fact, I think it was the Van Latham podcast, the Red Pill podcast. Uh, She was on the last episode of Van Latham's podcast. And she said that she reached out to everybody who was portrayed in this film. She reached out to have their perspective noted. Right. She wanted to make contact like, hey, I'm doing a thing. And I'm giving you a chance to say certain things. You know right. what I'm saying, like, um, you to know, go not, on record, yeah. Yes, not asking for your permission, but I'm asking for your point of view, sort of thing. And she was like, nobody on that side came, wanted came to, give to the it. aid.
0: She said that Linda Farnstein like didn't want to meet with her, and then like right. was trying to put all these demands on the situation. Like she wanted yes, like copy approval it. and all this yeah. crazy shit. And she A would never like, get.
2: He was like, fam. That's not. You you're never going to get that. No. Um, so I think I think this is one of those situations where we always talk about history is, you know, written by the by the victors. You know what I mean? And I, and I feel like that same energy applies here, whereas like now that we've seen the entire thing play out and you were all the way the fuck wrong. I, I kind of have the autonomy to say whatever I want to say that you said because you were wrong. So it doesn't matter what I say. You well, were wrong. To right? be
0: fair, um, we know that. A lot of times police don't they pick a they pick a suspect they like and make the sure. facts fit the suspect. Which is
2: dangerous as fuck. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's irresponsible. Yeah. Um
2: and especially when this guy goes out and murders four people or you know, attacks like four more people,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. But go ahead though. Um but even though she didn't talk to those police, I don't think it would have been hard for to get some police in those situations, some good police maybe who've been in those situations to maybe. say how those conversations go. And who's to say she didn't? I, I'm thinking that may have happened. Yeah. Because That's how I would approach it. Sure. Because I have cop friends.
3: Yeah. And they,
0: you know, they can say like, they say what they want to say to me because there's no consequence for it. And they don't necessarily have to be named in a, in a writer's room right. either. So.
2: And, and I, I take it like this piece wasn't anti-police. Right. I didn't take this piece as being anti police. I didn't take it
0: as being anti police either. I took it as being like the justice system needs reform. Yeah, anti
2: establishment. Like, yeah. Uh, anti legacy. Um, and the way, like you said, justice system reform. Yeah. So I would imagine that she probably in the effort of probably not wanting to do that to the police and to, you know, to to this to the department as a whole, I would imagine that those conversations probably did happen to some degree. Um, but again, when you have the facts, right, when you have the facts that they went after five kids and it became a brand central park five, you know what I'm saying? Um, and every, and none of the evidence pointed to five people, I, me as a viewer, no matter how outlandish you get with the, with the dialogue, a part of it had to go there at some point to, to, to bring five kids into the situation. And then I I feel like between the tapes, you can hypothesize things, um, I think there's just a lot of uh, I mean, there's just a lot of fair hypothesis that happens, even when you talk about what happened inside of, you know, their households when they left. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of hypothesis there. Um, You know what happened between him and what happened between Raymond Cruz and his stepmother, you know, and
0: Santana. uh,
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Santana, (laughs) Raymond, Santana, Raymond Cruz, Um, Santana. Um, I
0: don't know about hypothesizing like he was there. He's, he, and he's there for you to ask him. Like they're not going to have the dialogue exactly right, right? But, but he can tell you how it felt. He can tell you some of the things. I believe right. she probably did call him a rapist. You know what I mean?
2: Maybe, maybe not. You she probably should. I, I
0: feel like if that happened, that's something that would have stuck with him. That's
2: something that would have stuck with him. Yeah, I, I, I feel you on that. The point that I wanted to get to, though, not even a point, but I, I, I just want to make sure we don't gloss over this because this is a whole conversation in itself. Anton's father, or Antron's father. Michael K. Williams character. Okay. So it was it Antron or Anton? Antron. Antron. It was Antron. Okay. Just wanted to make sure because IMDB has it as Anton. So they it fucked definitely up. Definitely Antron. It's Antron. Um, so Antron comes in. We see at the beginning that him and his father have this great relationship. There's a great admiration for each other. It's based on sports, things like that, right? Um Then this whole incident happens and Antron's mother and father comes in. The mama holds it down, right? The mama, you ain't doing this to my son. She's standing up. She ready to knock him the fuck out, you know, all that. They push her out of the room, obviously, because she was the most dominant and she was the most, um, I mean, she was just the most vocally like, you're not going to fuck with my son in that way. Um, And I guess the, the father, they felt like they can, he was not as vocal. So they felt like, okay, maybe there's some gray area with this guy. They let him in. He seems to be talking sensible with, you know, cops. I put up the air quotes, sensible. Uh, I think terms. that they saw
0: him as someone who was more easily manipulated.
2: That too. Right. Because he was just so soft spoken. But and, he was just well, sort I think of in they the had Something
0: to hold over his head. That,
2: that part. Right. But even before we saw that, we saw these instances of, it just creates this conversation of, for me, right. The portrayal of black fathers against black mothers. Right. And there's obviously a soft spot. There's all there's, there's a sore spot here that probably goes back to slavery somehow. Right. With like, um, when you start talking about the Willie Lynch letters, right. And like, you know, how do you break a, you know, breaking a horse and breaking a, breaking a family. Mm -hmm. Um, and you kind of humiliate the father. yeah, Yeah. Humiliating the father in front of the family and yada, 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 all this, all that. Um, I just felt like that was like a micro conversation happening right then and there. Did you guys feel that at any point enough to have a conversation about it?
0: Um, I was actually not keyed into that. I can see how you would think that though. I don't think you're like pulling that out of your ass, right. but I, I wasn't particularly keyed into that. Okay. Um. Yeah. So he, more, more so because with the exception of Yusuf, mm-hmm. none of them were prepared to protect their children. Um, even, even in that situation with Antron's father and his mother, neither of them told him not to talk or to lawyer up.
1: See, that, that's the thing that was weird watching this. Like the, I only watched it once, but watching this is like, we're so used to, um, so many other programs and so many other stuff. I know this happened in the eighties and I think that's the thing. It's like the first thing on your mind is lawyer up. Like, don't say anything to the cops. Right. Like, we all know that now. We probably all teach our kids or younger kids that now. But I guess back then they weren't taught that. I guess.
2: Yeah. Well, is that an is that an economical thing? Right. Is that like? I don't think so. You, okay. So that's just an education thing.
0: I think that it's it comes with your perspective on what your relationship to the police is and what your what your rights are. Your ability to assert them. I don't think people were any less scared of police then than they are now. And those kids, you know, how people are always like, "Why you running? You didn't do shit." They knew they didn't do shit, so they they probably were like, "Well, let me just cooperate," not knowing where it would take them. Um, right. But but here's the thing, like, I'm I don't know that I'm gonna put that on economics. I. Suburban kids talk to cops when they fucking shouldn't because they, you understand (laughs) what I'm saying? They don't. And a lot of people don't understand. Even when you ask for a lawyer, there's a way that you have to say it for for them to actually have to to take it seriously. Yeah, Yeah. like you have to literally say, like, I'm asserting my right to a lawyer. Because we all hear like our Miranda rights. You have the right to remain silent. Like, But they still think they have to talk to them. Right, right. So I, their parents obviously... Had no understanding of that either. Well,
2: but here's the thing: obviously, his father had a brush with the law, right? Because they sort of held that over his head,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: So, not saying that. I mean, there's there's a certain amount of education once you go through the legal system. I think that's the crash course. No matter how you enter it and how you go through it, you kind of see you kind of see who's who in the process, right? The cops are out to get you. That's just the end of that. Cops and the judge. The, you know, you, you just kind of see the players on the chessboard. So, I would imagine out of everybody. Because he had his brush with the law, he would have a little bit more understanding of the law than everybody else. Or is that unfair to assess? I think
0: that's unfair to assume. Okay. I think
2: Th- they. To- I don't know
0: anything about this man's intellect. I don't know. I just know like this is this man's father, and he's been in trouble.
2: Before. Right. Well, well. So. So here's my thing, and this is why to me it's a conversation because it was in the, it was there right? It was there, and it was obviously there to drive a wedge. Now, the wedge that it drove was obviously the story arc that they went with is that he assumed a certain amount of guilt over his son being in that position because he felt like he failed his kid. He did. Right. He did fail his kid, but that's what I'm saying. Like, for this to be in the story, it has to have been true because we're talking about this is this kid's perspective, right? So I'm I'm sure Antron had a certain amount of you know, just going back to the story, he had a certain, This I'm sure this wasn't dr- dramatized to make us feel a certain way. This is probably how it happened or at least Antron's recollection of how it happened. Being a 14 year old kid, 15 year old kid, right? Is that fair to assume? Yeah. Okay. So it was in there to what, drive a wedge between him and his father's, you know, to kind of show us where the wedge between him and his father's relationship came from?
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know that it's that. I just think it's like, this is just what happened. This is, he failed me. Yeah. And this is how that continued to manifest in our relationship until he passed. I don't, I don't know that it was necessarily making the point about black women versus black men, because like I said, with the exception of Yusuf, they all failed their children. Right. Um, Mothers and fathers alike. Raymond's father failed him. You know what I mean? Like, um, and they I don't know, maybe Corey's mother didn't get there in time. I don't know. Um
2: Right. Well for Corey
0: He was old enough that they could talk to him.
2: But right. Well his mother his mother she couldn't find him. was a single Yeah, she couldn't find him. Yeah, that's that's what that was. And she kind of just had this certain amount of like disorientation about her kids anyway, which we sort of saw with with I'm assuming that was her daughter that wanted to be a man. Is that what was going on? No. Or is it transvestite so that- or-
0: no, we don't use that word. Anymore. Oh,
2: I'm, we don't. I'm sorry. Trans person. Trans person. Transgender.
0: Gotcha. So that person that you saw, uh-huh. that's why it's confusing to you. That person is post-transition trans woman. Okay. So the person that you saw was born male.
2: Okay, and she that, was
0: on uh, um, America's top, Next Top Model. I can't think of her name.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. In she, real life?
0: Yeah, she was on Top Model as a trans woman modeling. Oh, okay. So she's like a name, <laughs> and I didn't immediately recognize her until she was dressed like a woman. Hold on, when did Top Model come out? Top Model? Yeah, a long ass time ago.
2: <laughs> like in the early two thousands.
0: Yes, she Holy was. She I don't shit. know what cycle she was on, but they're on like cycle twenty something now. Okay, like,
2: dang, well, I'm old as fuck, bro. I don't even remember when Top Model came out.
0: She was in one of the, the later seasons when she was dressed. Like a man,
2: mm-hmm.
0: masculine. I didn't immediately recognize her.
3: Right.
2: So I was confused. Hold up. I'm, okay, time's out. I'm sorry. Here, are we talking about the actual woman or the character of the woman? The woman who played the woman. Norman. Norman
0: was a real person. Okay. That was Kevin's brother. Right. Who was a trans woman.
2: And and Norman was on. Who, next time, i was No. That's, That's where yeah. I'm confused.
0: The so, actress
2: that played
0: that played. Norman slash Marcy, in you. real life, is a trans woman.
2: That's where I was confused. Was bo- I, who
0: was born male.
2: I thought you were saying that Norman yeah. was on.
0: No, Norman Th- that's died where I got before there. Oh, that's why it, you're acting yeah, what that's year. that's why, <laughs> why it
2: came out. Like, I'm confused like shit. No, now.
0: so the, I, the person who you see there, uh-huh. I, I can't think of her name.
2: Okay, we can find that out, but keep going.
0: Yeah, so, which I really appreciate um, Ava for doing. Mm-hmm. Um, trans people- Arguably have a hard time getting roles. Right. So when there's an actual trans character casting a trans person, because there is a trans person talented enough, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> to play right, it, right. I think, is a great thing to do. But I was confused because she, she looked so much like a woman when she was still, I'm doing air quotes, Norman. Uh-huh. But I was like, that's a boy? I mean, yeah, <laughs> so, I was so
2: confused by that then when,
0: But then when she was, Marcy, when she was dressed, like a woman, mm. I was like, "Oh, that's the girl from Top Model. That's the trans lady from Top Model."
2: Gotcha. you. Okay. So,
0: um, but yeah, I like I like that she was willing to tell that. And we're all over the place. We're not even following our plan, but whatever. <laughs> right. I like that she was willing to tell that story, um, yes. and that. I think that it's relevant to his story in terms of him having a support system, mm-hmm. in terms of his mother's motivations. ISIS King. ISIS. That's correct. There we go. <laughs> so, in terms of his mother's motivations or how, for her behavior, how uh, she was reacting to him, levels of stress she was experiencing, and mm-hmm. she, Niecy Nash's character, Kevin's mother, she killed this. She did kill it, but she felt very fleshed out.
2: Hmm. Okay. Okay.
1: I'm with you. Keep going.
0: Um, in ways that some of the other mothers didn't.
1: Right. Um, well, oh, I, I thought it was kind of funny when she went to uh, visit him in um, uh, and I don't know which prison he was in. The first one. Uh, no, I think it was the second time when he gets he dragged in, out. He
0: was in Rikers, he was then Rikers. he was in Attica, yeah, and, and then, then he went he was somewhere in wind, else. I think.
1: Yeah. Winter. 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 Wind, I Winter. think. W e n d e I think yeah Wendy or Wendy uh, there you go but yeah but you have this whole scene about how she's this homophobic woman and she calls um she calls her daughter like a demon or whatever right and she's like and then after her daughter dies she's like "I I just I need to um I need to turn around my life I need to see things differently I need to appreciate my daughter. I'm going to go to church. <laughs> There's this little <laughs> irony in that to me. Right. I think that's very human learn, and very normal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely think so too. But I mean, the church is a very like, she probably learned that demon thing in, in church. church. Yeah, <laughs> right. there
0: is irony there. Yeah, know, <laughs> that's, that that's what I thought yeah. was
1: pretty funny. That's funny. That she is. was like, "I'm gonna I'm stop being funny. homophobic. <laughs> I'm gonna go to church." Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like that's <laughs> right. the place to
0: learn that. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah, like right.
0: Well, I mean, I, I don't know funny. if it was so much about her stopping being homophobic as what? just her being feeling lost and, yeah. as a as a as a human being, and like when people feel lost for whatever reason, they they a lot of the times turn to where they believe God is. So. Yeah. If that place for her is church, then that makes sense. But I do agree. That is probably yeah. not where you're going to learn to stop being a homophobe.
2: So I'm, I'm going to rewind and kind of get to make the summary of my point while I even brought up my, you know, um, Michael K. Williams. Here. First of all, let's just give Michael K. Williams a, a round of applause because he's come a, a long way as an actor from Omar. Like Omar was a terrible actor, but it was a great character, in my opinion. That's my opinion. We can talk about it another time. I I saw the leaf kind of turning with Boardwalk Empire when he played uh, when he played uh, Chalky. Chalky White. I saw the leaf turning a little bit, but I feel like he is a full. First of all, he's fearless. I mean, for him to play a gate thug like in you know the character that he played in the wire in the time frame that he played it, he was very like. He was, mean,
0: he was like, "I'm a fucking actor." Yeah,
2: he goes in. Him and and the kid, the tight lip kid, uh, Jarrell Jerome, they're very. They go in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't he's have a committed. problem. They're very committed, man, and they're very expressive. Um, but he, Michael K. Michael K. Williams, kind of did. Uh, just he just did a lot in the little bit of screen time that
3: he had. I, I felt don't, like
0: I don't necessarily think that um, he's a bad actor i think this is where i've probably seen the most range out of him see um, I, I can
2: i can see that to a degree. just because
0: i find that he doesn't have a lot of character variants and so like omar is delivering like my fa- my actual favorite from him is i don't remember his name but when he was in i think i love my wife he was yeah. like, you the nigga now. And he's like beating him up. Yeah, and he's like he shaking the camera. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So when you say his name, like I imagine him like shaking the camera.
2: This is the thing that I appreciate because I never felt like he was a horrible actor as Omar. No. I just feel like this is the thing I appreciate about certain actors when you can see their growth. Right. Yeah. And I just never thought that we would grow to see him in this much range. Is, is, that's So he what surprised I'm saying. you. He's very much surprising He's his whole career surprised you me. You
0: didn't know if he had that in him. His whole career
2: surprised me because he has the biggest scar that goes across his face. Buck fifty, I got caught up in a gang fight, razor blade <laughs> scar right down the middle of his face. And and I, I just feel like a characteristic like that is very is very visceral. It's easy to make them make him like the bad guy all the time.
0: I honestly feel like the scar is like I don't even see it anymore.
2: Exactly my point. That's exactly my point is that he's doing he's doing things that are so he's doing things that that make you assess the character so much and like the character so much that the physical doesn't even matter.
0: He's still playing criminals, though. But but OK, I'm yeah. not I'm saying that to say Chalky this.
2: was a lovable. character. Omar was a lovable uh, bad guy.
0: Like, no. Yeah, he's an antihero. I, Omar. But this is the thing. He's playing criminals. Right. Which uh-huh. the scar, like, obviously for Omar is like perfect. So right. He's a criminal. I've been through some shit. So I'm wearing it on my face. He plays criminals, but none of his criminals are the same.
2: They're not, but what am I trying to say? I'm not,
0: I'm not even trying to sidestep your point or Uh, trying to bring you around to another perspective. Okay. I'm just talking. So, so, and, and, and with, with him, like I said, like, I never this is how I feel about Nia Long. Like, I don't think she's a bad actress. I just don't expect a whole lot from her. Right. And I think for him, like this part really gave him an opportunity to express like a wider range.
2: Right. Shout out to Ava for that. Cause she did her thing in casting on this one. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. she did her Amazing. thing in casting on this one. But but yeah, man, um, just to wrap up how I felt about his character. Um, I just feel like As a father, man, as a father who's doing the work and is being there, I get the point of like saying you're trying to protect your child, but I just don't really even, you know, with your brushes with the law, I don't understand your perspective of tell them what they want to hear if this is not the truth. Like that is that is fucking crazy to me.
0: Because maybe he's bought into the idea that he could have gone home too. Like that's the only thing I can think of is that he believed a lie.
2: Yeah. Well, um, I, I need I need for all I need for all of my men that, that get put in these situations to understand, man. You don't fucking talk to the cops, bro. Like you don't even give yourself a chance to tell them what they need to know or what they want to know. Um, that's your lawyer's job.
0: Well, I think I think that. Well, I posted something that someone else wrote on Twitter and it basically was like cops lie, they lie all the time. It's perfectly legal for them to lie to you. Right. So what we're not teaching our kids that we need to teach our kids is do not talk to them. Yeah. You can say I'm asserting my right to remain silent. I'm asserting my right to an attorney. Yeah.
2: yeah. C- cooperating with a cop is never It's a good never thing. a
0: good idea. It's
2: never a good thing because that Even
0: d- if you think you're innocent. Yeah. Even if you know you're innocent, Mm. Do not talk to them. Right. Don't talk. And they tell they literally tell you anything you say can and will be used against you. Yeah. Do not talk to them. Mm.
2: So yeah, that was my thing with it. I just, you know, I I felt like the That's women, you know, even down to like Kevin's oh, uh sister, Kylie Bunbury who we're not going to talk about how fine she is too. We're just going to stop objectifying women, right, Martin? We're going to stop <laughs> she this. Was, uh, I mean, yeah, that, so that was
1: funny yeah, when I'm Kevin smirking. gets out and he looks older than her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way older. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. jail
0: will do that to you,
2: right? That's, yeah. that's, but um, I just felt like all the women that were postured in these kids' lives were very strong. Even if they weren't present, they were just very strong. And then you know the two the two male figures were very just like they was like very putting almost putting themselves before their kids in a way. And like,
0: I see, it, I didn't think that with Raymond. man,
2: I, man, I got to I go to work,
0: Poppy. I got I to because, because stay here
2: with mommy. I can't show up to the trial. I got to go to work. I got to
0: be that. That's a real life choice that people have to make. It that, is. That I think we're speaking from a place of privilege. I, first of all, I don't know what his father did for a living. I right. would have to look that up. But I know in my cushy corporate job, I could, I could not show up. And I could tell my boss, look, my kid's in trouble. I cannot come. But I don't I don't know what kind of work he was doing. And it was very realistic for someone to think, I cannot miss work. Like if and and especially if they're working an hourly job, like yeah. if I miss work to stay here, I can't keep the lights on, I can't provide for my family. So I get what you're saying in terms of, like, I'm putting myself above them, but I don't look at him wanting to go to work, which is literally how he's feeding everybody, as him being selfish. I don't look at it that way. Um, I just don't think he understood the urgency of the situation. I really don't. So
2: that, that to me, maybe is the disconnect. I don't see how, like like, Donald Trump took out an ad calling for the death penalty for your kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, she didn't like,
0: die, so they can't kill him. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, what
2: I'm saying is the gravity of the situation was there. So it's either you're not paying attention because you're in your— tra- like, I, I work just as hard as the next man, if not harder.
0: You don't—listen, you don't, you don't live like they live. You don't live that, like they that's live. The, uh, yeah, and I'm not that's saying you right, never that's have. The truth. Right. But right. you don't, and and so I'm trying. What I'm trying, and this is funny because I'm the judgmental one. But I'm trying to get you to back up off of that and say, like, I I haven't walked in your shoes, so let me not judge so harshly. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, because uh,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't. I haven't worked an hourly job since I was like 22. Like, right. I don't know if I can't imagine having a, a teenage son still working an hourly job. So like,
2: here's my thing. Here's my thing, and it's not a judgment thing, right? And, and I get, I, it's just I not understand the choice
0: you would have made. I, I
2: understand that's that's how it's coming across. I do understand that what i'm saying is when you have kids man like all of that other shit it matters right being able to provide 100% matters but if you have a kid that's fighting for their life right it's something has to there has to be a basis for if your basis for why you're doing all this is your family and your family is in dire desperate need that you have to balance that different. Well, that good, balance okay.
0: sheet has I get, to look different. I get what you're saying, but if this is his only income, what is he supposed to do? This is what he's doing to keep the lights on every day. Right. What is he supposed to do to keep the lights on every day if he's not going to work?
2: I don't know that I don't have an answer for okay, go to your so church go to your community go to your family like no, I, I don't have an answer go, but, for okay, that okay
0: but maybe his church his community can't do that for him and also there are a lot of people who believe his son was guilty it's uh, not a, It's okay, just oversimplifying the, truth, the situation uh, okay you're
2: right you're, I can I can people that are not in our, it, can, if, if the get.
0: public perception is that your kid almost killed this white woman and right. raped her uh, is the church like running to give you money? Like, well, how they, is that I working? mean, they ran
2: to give you or was it, or was it Youssef or was it Antron? I think it was Youssef, yeah. yeah. But I, I think mean, they
1: gave money to the other families too, yeah. They they bailed they, them out, they, yeah. were, they
2: rallied. I mean, so they, you know, they to came together for the extent. community. Listen, I, I get what you're saying. I, I mean, just it's, don't, it's easy I, for I, me to oversimplify
0: because it's not our situation, because it's not
2: our situation. But I'm and just there's saying, there's only that
0: so like, many days I can miss for work. Cause, right cuz cause of my ki- cuz of my kid like once my vacation time is gone like i got to go back to work yeah so like nobody nobody cares you know what i mean like yeah. no like literally nobody cares I the fact agree. that he even still had a job is amazing all right you understand what i'm yeah, saying yeah,
2: yeah. in the situation
0: especially because the, the other mother she kept losing her job right. like
2: well okay so i I'll, i can give i can give I can give Rays that a pass. I cannot give Antron's that a pass because they were, because work was not the problem. Right, it was it was him. You know,
0: he felt he, guilt was the problem. Yeah, his
2: guilt was the problem. He felt
0: like he created that yeah. situation. So I mean, he did. I, he
2: raised that the, the uh, yes and no. I mean, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did. He didn't send the kid out there. His I kid mean, was not didn't...
0: talking until he told him to.
2: Yeah, yeah. So
3: <laughs> he
0: put he put his kid. I'm not saying not absolving anyone else in the situation was putting pressure on it, but everybody played their part in the situation, right. and his that was the part his father played. Now, was it you know. You know how we have the conversation about intent versus effect. Mm-hmm. As far as as far as you know, his life goes, Antron's life goes. Mm-hmm. His father had a good intent. His good intent doesn't matter. The effect is still the same. Right. So, I don't know. I just see him as a human being. He failed his kid, and I mean, I'm not. I'm a parent. You're a parent. Mm-hmm. Nobody has a child that they never, ever failed. Facts. Some of us fail our children in much larger ways than others.
2: Right. Facts.
0: But I definitely can say, like, there were times, there have been times where, like, I've made a decision and I wish I hadn't made that decision. Mm. Um, It's never had these kinds of consequences, right. and I pray that I'm never in that situation. Right. But I just feel like it's easy to say what you would do. And I, I, I definitely can say it is easy for me to sit here and say, like, I would I would be like, don't talk to anybody. This conversation is over. We are where is our lawyer? Yeah. Um, that that's me. I'm very sure that's you too, right?
3: Yeah. We're not those in, people. In this
2: day and time. Yeah. Yeah. well,
0: I mean, I wasn't I mean, I was eight. I was eight years old. Yeah. I you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't a parent in the eighties. I, I wasn't seeing videos of, of black children being harassed and killed every day. Like right. I wasn't seeing that. And I think, you know, all of that shapes your interactions, your trust level, your perception. Yeah. And things only got worse for black people after that. Like mm-hmm. the crime bill. Yeah. Like you you can see linearly how this is a stop and frisk. Like all that shit right, came as yeah. a result of this.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. or Yeah, for sure. So
0: imagine truth. having to wear that on your back, like as a parent.
2: Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, the guilt, I understand the guilt. You know, I, I, definitely but I can't leave work guilt. to help
0: with like the reading challenge in the library which my kid probably won't even remember Yeah but- when she's a teenager like I feel guilty. I can't imagine being in his situation. I'm not saying that to say like he did the right thing. he obviously did the wrong thing but I just cannot imagine having to carry that around with me right. and to sit in a courtroom and see the fruits of my decision yeah. on a daily basis and just literally not go crazy. Yeah, He may not have been able to handle it. Like physically he became fragile after that. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. But I guess all that becomes part of the same conversation, which is, you know, the, you know, the, the, when we talk about, Black fathers and black mothers, the difference, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, everybody was in the same situation, you know. Um, I mean, the sister, the sister, she felt like she she did something wrong by signing the paper. She did. You, You know what I'm saying? But she didn't wear the guilt the same way. She didn't. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, it's, we'd have to
0: talk to her. That's not something they highlighted in the movie. Okay,
2: well, we're just going by. I can only go by what they showed in the movie.
0: Right? How can like, his sister even sign that shit? She's not his fucking guardian. Yeah, like, that's crazy to me, too. That's
2: all. All that shit is crazy. But what I'm saying is, is that there, there is a, to me, there is a clear under message of the black father versus the black, you know, the, the maternal figure and, you know, and, the, and, and you know, the father figure in a situation. I'm I feel gonna, like there's, there's some, there's some, there's just some, there's just a micro conversation that they didn't really bring to the surface. I'm going to that say that's have.
0: something you were keyed into and yeah. I'm not going to say it wasn't there, but it was something you were definitely keyed into whether mm-hmm. it was intentional or not.
2: Um. So does that wrap it for part
3: one? <laughs> <laughs> Do we <call> go <laughs> oh, to part two so. from
0: here? Well, I mean, I think that's a good segue talking about fathers in the positions that they're in specifically Raymond, Raymond senior. Right. He was in such a fucked up position. He Man. clearly very much loved his son, and yeah. they had a very special bond. Yeah. And when his son came home, it just felt like he couldn't love him how he wanted to love him.
2: Yeah, well, he was oblig- He started a new family. He started a new family, and 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 that means just as much to him as that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's a that's a hard one too. I've never been a stepfather. I mean, not a stepfather. I've never been. Yeah, I've never been a stepfather. Not saying that was his situation, but to be in a position where that kid ain't mine, but I got to love him, like with the way I his have. wife was. I
0: have. Before I, mean? I had my own child, but I have. Okay. Not, not in the situation where the person, yeah, well, that's not even true. Like Mariah had a brother come out the woodworks. Yeah. And, and I seen him and I was like, well, I mean, me and her father weren't even together, but I seen him and I was like. Oh my God, I love you. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, because so you took to it. Because well, he wasn't a teenager for one thing. So it maybe it's not the same thing, but like, you know, he was like five, six years old. He wasn't a baby either. Right. And it was just like, you're a you're a, a little boy. Like mm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're a little boy. And even though me and her father were not together at one time, you know, that was someone that I was very much in love with. So I didn't have my own kids, but I I always saw his kids as like part of him, Mm. you know, and and in relationship with someone who has children, if you don't feel that way, like, how does that even work?
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: And how do you love someone who feels, who doesn't feel that way about your kids? Like, don't see your kids as extension of yourself. What do you do when you're in that? I can't imagine being in a relationship with someone. Who is making me choose between them and my kid.
2: Yeah. Is, do you feel like that's what the stepmother was doing? The she, la- believe, she, she, I, she believed I he was a rapist. Yeah. But why yeah. would,
0: if she knew, I'm very sure she knew that was his son in that situation before they got married. Right. She had no business marrying him.
3: Right. right. She had
0: no business marrying him.
3: Mm.
2: Right. Did they say what happened to his mother? Raymond's
0: mother? I assume she died.
2: That's what yeah, I, that's I assumed what I assume. too, but I wasn't sure. Um, I'd
0: have, I mean, I'd have to Google it, but I, because his mother wasn't there in the beginning, right? Or maybe she was not. Maybe she's back in. What is? Is he Dominican?
2: No, he's Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican. You sure? Oh, I'm not sure. sure. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I think he was Puerto
1: Rican though. Maybe. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican because Puerto- he was wearing that flag, flag at some point. Right. You're, right, you're,
2: right, you're right, you're yeah, right, you're yeah, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Thank I, you, Martin. I, I remember the flag. I just couldn't remember if that was a Puerto Rican or Dominican flag. They that don't was
0: look like the, the Cuban flag and the Puerto Rican yeah, flag look alike. But anyway. But see, that, that's just me <laughs> not knowing history.
3: Yeah.
0: So, um, so anyway, um, yes, they're Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Maybe his mom was in Puerto Rico? I don't know.
2: Potentially, yeah.
0: One of y'all will have to Google, but I just assume she died. Right,
2: I assume the same. We'll just assume that until somebody proves us different.
0: Somebody, somebody can comment and tell us. Yeah. I just, I just think that there's no way that she didn't know that he had a son who had been accused of those things. And if you're not riding with him that his son is innocent, right. you don't have no business marrying him. Yeah, and agreed. I, I don't know how I couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to stay married to her.
2: Right. Okay. So, so in your perspective, he should have. He should have eighty six the the stepmother. I'm
0: not saying what he should have done. Right. I'm saying what you wouldn't have done. What I what I would I wouldn't have been able to handle that. Okay, gotcha. You know my my right. my kid is, and you could see how tight they were, and there was such an age gap. Yeah. Between him and his younger brother. Right. My yeah. kid is me. Like that's like literally she's sitting in the next room with my face right now. Like. Yeah. Nah, you're not gonna you're not gonna treat my baby like this. But
1: right. she didn't have to deal with that for years. Like it doesn't matter. That's why it was easy, much easier on her to do that. I think
0: I get that, but like, if you, I'm not riding with that shit. Like, and the influence nah. of the
1: mama too. I
2: think I, I guess, kind of those scenes where they were commiserating was kind of showing the influence of the family maybe on the situation. Um, you know, I don't speak Spanish, so I don't really know what they were saying. But it seemed like it was a lot of like, oh, you you don't have to take that from him, girl. Like it, was, it seemed like it was a little bit of that going on, and
0: I don't know that I was paying attention. Yeah, um, I put
1: okay. the subtitles on, but I don't, I don't
0: know. Which I, I watch everything about. with the subtitles mm-hmm. on, but when people are speaking Spanish, I tend to listen to what they're saying. Right. Um, I don't have the easiest time understanding Puerto Rican people when they speak Spanish. So, mm-hmm. and it was but, the
2: energy, like especially with the rice and beans scene, where he went and got the rice, and then the mom came in there and, and kind of like kind of like asserted herself, like, you know, you don't do that. And then, then she came in afterwards like, this ain't jail, nigga. You don't mm-mm.
0: I don't I can't wrap my head around someone treating my child that way. Like yeah. my my son can't even eat food in his own house.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy.
0: And that's how they feel like they could talk to him. Like he's a fucking nuisance. Like you are, like you are an like my child's existence here is an annoyance. Is
2: an annoyance, right? You know,
0: I mean, mean if if honestly, if I thought your child was a rapist, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: right, that your child was capable of beating a woman and raping her, Mm -hmm. and I know, I know most people ride for their children, but if I really believe that about your child, I never would marry you. Right. And especially I would not have kids with you. I'd be scared. I would be scared myself to that, be around your kid. To be around your kid. Yeah, so I wouldn't marry sure. you. Like yeah. Yeah. I don't know the situation. If she was an immigrant, I don't know. Right. She they made it seem like she didn't speak a whole lot of English. Right. I don't know the situation and what kind of choices she had to make. I'm just talking about me. Like yeah. there's there's if I thought your kid was capable of that. There's no fucking because he's coming home eventually. There's no fucking way. For
2: sure, for sure, for sure. So let me, let's kind of let's kind of transition out of that, man. Part two, um, they did what I feel like you know was when we start talking about political agendas and stuff like that. Uh, when
0: agenda is already plural, by the way.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when they when they sort of bought in the whole, you know, this is when they explained the whole Trump and the. You know, the interviews and the and the ads and things yeah. like that. And the line where, where she was like, don't worry, his 15 minutes is almost up. <laughs> Did y'all find yourself kind of snickering at that?
0: No, Why? I thought that's probably how people thought. That's
2: exactly what people thought. If they only knew. They only rode the uh, he was like sports a, almanac it, Like
0: for at, at the time, right, he, I would position him like an Instagram influencer, like right. before Instagram, right? That's what he was. He was a rich guy yeah. whose brand was like luxury. Sure, um, sure. And, you know, if he stamped his name on something, then it was automatically associated with luxury, like a freaking influencer. Right. So, like, you know, do you think about Instagram influencers beyond, like, Their popularity being like a a a thing that has any longevity.
2: That's a great point. You probably don't. I definitely don't think presidency when I think about.
0: No. And I I wouldn't. If you would have said that to me as a child, I'd have been like, okay. The guy from Home Alone?
2: (laughs) No. Well, that's the funny part. If you would have said it to me back then, I'd have believed it. Like, yeah, I could see him being president. It, it wasn't until, like, you know, more recent years where I'd be like, nah, I, he's a fucking reality show star, bro. Like, no.
0: He's an influencer. But the but yeah.
2: the 80s, yeah, for sure. Just because no. we had Ronald Reagan, who was an actor.
0: He wasn't talking about shit. I knew he was rich, and he cheated on his wives. Like, that's what I knew about him.
2: About who? Donald Trump? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's pretty much all of our presidents, except for 44. That's pretty much all of our... <laughs> no, listen
0: to what I... No, it's not all of them. But I'm, I'm, what I'm saying to you is that's what I knew about him. Like. Right. Even rich, as a child, he lives. was he was rich. He he cheated on his wives. Yeah, that's yeah. what I knew.
2: Gotcha. What were you about to say Martin before you got cut off?
1: Um, I knew a lot of New Yorkers didn't like him. Like I, I think I th- I took one of those bus tours and they told us about like how he was kind of a um con man in the sense mm. like, that it doesn't pay people. Like nobody likes him, even though he's a New Yorker. Right.
0: I've like always that. had the sense that people felt like he was a con man. Mm. Yeah. Even now. Um, there was never a time where he was someone I looked up to. I just was like, oh, he got a lot of money.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, there's no part of me that sees myself in him. Mm -mm. You
0: know what I mean? So,
1: there's that. Did you feel like they they did the right amount? They didn't do enough, or they kind of overdid it with all the Trump references?
3: I feel like it's clear.
1: Like it's clear. Like this is a shot at this guy. Like I think. I think it was a little too much cuz like I got the message like the first three references you did to it. Right. Um
0: no, but, he's a big part of their story. Yeah. He's that's a big part He's a big part of their story when you watch the documentary. He's a big part of their story and it was because he inserted himself. Yeah. And he used his influence to, to insert himself. So do I think it was too much? No, I think it was just enough and I love that she let him Say it in his own words, yeah, as opposed as opposed to like having yeah, having a
1: fake Trump or
2: something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Having someone portray him, I yeah. think that that was the best thing because then people can't say you made that up. Like yeah. nah,
2: because I was actually on the I was actually on the verge of saying I don't think they did it enough, but I think they did it enough for us to know and not enough for us to say that that was the total agenda. You know, it was like the sweet spot where it was like we acknowledged it, like you said, we did it in his own words. Um, but this is not the focus of our story. No, he's
0: not the. But he he is a part of their story, so you can't leave that out. Correct. And I think right. if whether he were president or not, right now he still he would, be would be part be of, part the, of story.
3: the story. Yeah. yeah. He
0: wasn't president when he was. He was part of their story during the documentary. Right. Like, right. He wasn't even running for president.
2: Do, is, do you think this is going to have any effect on his presidency? On, on no, not at all. No. no. Do you think it's? You don't think it's going to impact it in a positive way? No. And so you just think it's this just has absolutely no. I mean, it'll
1: impact it in like some of his base probably still likes that he did that. Like (laughs) impact like all the racist stuff he does, and he gets more reinforced it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, but you don't see people from his base saying, "Oh, I can't fuck with this guy. I
2: can't do that." Not at all. People who are are
0: rocking with him, they have excused so many things from him. This is a drop in the bucket. They don't care.
1: Yeah.
2: Well I, I
1: can see it affecting it negatively. Um because nah, they would say it, at the, it's not they new would, news. They would make the excuse that at the time he didn't know the truth. Right. I mean, even though later on he's still saying to this day that they did it or whatever. Right. Well, and yeah. but
2: that but that's that's unfair to say though, because there's people that are eighteen old enough to vote that are that weren't even alive when this happened. So they're very unaware. I mean, we were alive and we weren't aware but so much of the situation. It
0: came up. It came up during his run for presidency. It came up
2: yeah but it wasn't
0: it nothing was, he not nothing mm. nothing he and i i want to stop talking about him, but nothing he did phased mm-hmm. anyone. I don't think that this is any different, so mm. no what i i mean in terms of political impact, I've already seen it mm. um because of this mm-hmm. right, even though the documentary came out, and this should have happened a long time ago, people are calling for investigations into all of the prosecutor's convictions. Right. To see like if it's a possibility that other people need to be exonerated as well. That's something that should have freaking happened back then. Yeah, back then. then, yeah. Like and when I say that, I mean like whenever they got overturned 2012, 2013, whenever that was,
3: mm-hmm.
0: it should have happened then. Mm. It shouldn't take this but people are calling for it now.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 I think it's gonna be a constant thing. Um and the movement's going to grow. I, I have a legitimate question. So they, you know, the guy who really did it confessed, right? Mm-hmm. Does that give? Does that open up case for the families that were affected by victims after that? Does that open up a case for them to have a civil suit against this? About against this? Were the people of convicted
1: York? of those crimes? Like.
0: Those, no, that's not four. what he's saying. He's saying, but for causation, had they pursued the leads that they actually had, oh yeah, but then, they... and, and 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 caught him then, yes, would it have would it have prevented him from attacking them later,
2: attacking more people later? So, do the families that were the victims afterwards, do they have a leg to stand on in suing the city? Do they have his?
0: Okay, so here's here is where I get confused. Mm-hmm. If he raped women before, his DNA was in the system.
1: Facts. Well, if unless he was caught like wait.
0: Listen listen to what I'm saying. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. His, and he did. He he had harmed. He, he, had harmed, he like gouged a lady's eyes out before that. Like No, that was after. It was it was, after. was after. Yeah. He, after, but he yeah. but he had Was that his first attack was the jogger or
1: No, I don't know. No, think he had attacked somebody attacked, before that. He was like known as like a what did they say it was like the East Side
2: yeah, well like they, ripper they, or something they, like that. They said like, yeah. there was a str- there was a strand of rape murders that happened after like the summer of 89. No,
0: but they were saying bef- they, before, yeah, before before this. Happened. Right. Yeah. It was the same MO okay. and they never bothered to try to even connect the cases because right. they put it on those other boys.
2: No, they were saying that as
1: afterwards because they were saying that
0: there was no. a strand
2: of
1: No, the
0: boys
2: no.
1: already knew like the like I saw I saw a Vlad TV interview. The boys already knew about this guy who was out there doing this Okay, to women my before to stand anything correct. even happened to them. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Don't finish what you're and, and saying.
0: That, and that's what they were saying. They were saying that it was the same MO mm-hmm. and they were so busy prosecuting those boys that they never bothered to like- To look at that. To look at that. But my right. thing is, his DNA, I don't know. It's the 80s. I don't know how sophisticated computer systems for police were. um relatively certain that government systems of for for technology get upgraded before public systems like consumer hope. systems of technology do. Uh, DMV wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, they still had databases and access to information and search engines in ways that like in the 80s we definitely didn't. Right. Um and they had ways of cross-referencing information digitally. Sure. Why wouldn't they have if it was in the system? Why wouldn't and they were able to like Find it everywhere on her body, just not the semen.
1: Well, the what right. if those other cases were done by homicide and this case was done by a sex crime because the same she didn't database
0: die? Yeah. They I mean, I don't know. I just know well, like on SVU, I know on SVU they would just be getting hits on shit left and right. right, right <laughs> and yeah. so when they catch somebody yeah so no, I it had
2: to be because I remember them doing something like that on Beverly Hills Cop. And they were like, they had to run this fingerprint through the system. It would take like three days or some and shit prints like come, that. Like
0: they store prints. Like if they don't identify a print, they store it. So if they catch you later, yeah. they'll match your prints. So why wouldn't they be? I don't know. DNA probably was like fairly new. Yeah, but. it probably
2: was fairly new. Um, But, but it just makes me want to do the other family. Because I feel like if we start talking about real repercussions to the city, Right now. Now, if that opens up the door for people that the crimes happen to afterwards.
0: I, I don't think so, because you have to. There's this thing called but for causation that I think you would have to invoke here. Ooh. And I don't think it's that I, I don't think that they can say but for them pursuing these boys that they would have caught this guy quicker. There's no way to prove that. Oh, bar
2: exam. Lazy at the at the plate. I Hit mean, me I'm not out. a lawyer, but I, I'm just that thinking, I'm
0: just, though. but I'm, I'm just saying, I'm roll. thinking logically, I don't think that you can, you, causation is not something that they can prove there. Right. Right. Not direct causation. It's possible.
2: It's possible. I mean. But you, you know. can't,
0: you can't, prove because there's, you, there's no way to go back and say that they would have caught him faster.
2: Well, my thing Cause is Because how this. did they
0: catch him? I don't even know.
2: Right. Well, yeah. I don't know how they caught him either. And, and, and you're right. I mean, well, I, think, his, I think
1: the children were in the room when it would happen, I think. Like when the last woman, like the children, were still alive in the room. I yeah, think that's how they
2: caught him. They said something like the children were. No, they said. The ch- yeah, but yeah. Anyway, I don't know that. That you could be right with that. I have to read. I don't but, know. But, I don't know
0: a whole lot about but, the guy. But in terms what of I'll what say. you're asking, yeah. I don't think that. They, I don't think that they could prove causation. But
2: that's you know that's the thing about a good lawyer because every case. I mean, every little like stipulation, you know, Roe v.ersus Wade, and everything was a thing until it wasn't a thing anymore. You know what I'm saying? So that's it's true. like, you know, I, when we start talking about because here the the bigger conversation well, that's like is that thing
0: that they are doing, like apparently with the deputy in Florida, they're saying like more people would have lived had he gone in the building. Like, there's no way to prove that he could have gone in the building and died his damn self. Like,
3: yeah, how I do mean, you how
0: do you prove that? So it's hard. So to to. Your, but to your point, it's not impossible because right. they did it,
2: and, and, and I feel <laughs> so, like. But I feel like when we start talking about, I think part of reform is getting people to do the job the correct way on the ground. That's right. Right. So in order for that to happen, the pressure's got to. That's what the wire taught there me. Has to be the repetition. pressure has to come from somewhere, right? Yeah. Like in order for people to really start taking their job seriously. So if the if the city is held liable for what happened after this incident, then maybe that will start making people really cross their you know cross the Ts dot the Is and get shit right and Put a you know, a microscope on departments in real time as opposed to looking backwards if they're able to have repercussions for the things that happen going forward. I mean, minority report is a concept, right
0: two two words what's that Stephen Avery
2: okay, go further. I'm with you. making a murderer.
0: What's his story?
2: His story is they put
0: something on him he didn't do.
2: He didn't do minority report right?
0: um, and he sued and got the money and what then what happened?
2: Oh, then they fucked them over right. royally. But yeah, but also, <laughs> so, you know. But we're talking about like a real municipality as opposed to like a fucking town that was established 1952. You know, um, I
0: don't. You it's know, Wisconsin. A, I have no idea that it was 1952. Exactly. But I get what
2: you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> that is, I'm talking about something that has real history here, man. Um. You know, and just a real municipality. I mean, those small towns can <laughs> do whatever like, they want. You're
0: like, fuck that one white guy. We got all these black kids no, over there. No, here. Listen, no, listen. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm, I, I'm just yeah, playing. Yeah,
2: because I, I feel for like Brendan Dassey. I is do. That, no, you know but honestly. This that is the same shit.
0: It is. What happened to Corey is exactly what happened it's exactly to him.
2: exactly what happened to Brendan Dassey. Uh, Dacey or Dassey. Dassey. Brendan Dassey, yeah. Um, but, but, but yeah, but, but just the accountability factor, right? Like, in a case like that, this... Uh, I guess the township pays for it. Is, does the state pay for it, or if a civil suit happens, state, is that the, that's state, the state
0: prosecuted state him, so the state pays for it?
2: Yeah. So there you go. So there you go. So so if but, the I mean, situation the same
0: thing happens in New York, the state prosecuted, so but, the state pays.
2: But maybe. But that's kind of my point, right? Maybe if the if the state holds these townships and these cities liable for the situation. Maybe the situations don't happen as fluid as they happen anymore.
0: I'm not saying I know where the money comes from, but right. in theory, the state pays. Well,
2: if if it does, hypothetically, what I'm saying is, then and there's what, is a it, what is what is being sacrificed
0: situation? in order to pay these things? I don't know if people realize that either. So when you when you hold right, police I up to this this like superhuman standard of they get to be human beings when they're scared, but when they're wrong, then you know they don't they don't get to be. Human beings, they're just, you know, they're police, they're doing their job. So, well,
2: I don't think scared we, is hard. I, honestly, scared, in this particular case, scared wasn't an issue.
0: No, I know that. Right? I'm just talking about people who, like, support the police to a fault. Yeah. Because I'm not anti-police.
2: Me, neither am I.
0: I was watching the police at something in the water, like, y'all are doing a yeah, great they, job. They're, they're, <laughs> like, they're, they're a you thing. know what I mean? But
2: there was, there was incentive, there was, they were incentivized to do the right job, to do the right thing. I would imagine. There's the, world is watching. Pay. the world is exactly my point, Lizzie. So if you're incentivized, if, if you're incentivized to do the right thing, because there's always eyes on you and there's a repercussion that can happen that can reverberate further than I can ever explain to you. So if money's an issue now, you know, if these families, these four families that were victims of this situation it's unrealistic, but I'm saying that that's a way I'm not saying you're being
0: unrealistic. I just I'm saying that people don't think about that. They don't think about what their where the money comes from. They got like forty one million dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. What could that money have gone towards? How much can $41 million do in an education yeah, well, city system? Well, like,
2: a city like now, New York now has a surplus. There's That's not a problem. Now, when, you know, who, can't, who was before matter. Ed Koch? Who was before Ed Koch? Abraham Beam? And Abraham Beam's New York, maybe not. There listen, to, a surplus, listen to what but, I'm saying. Okay.
0: It's $41 million. Surplus right. or no surplus. Right. Would you rather that $41 million go for infrastructure, for education, for for what for some other thing other than having to fix a fuck up.
2: Yeah, well, I I would rather not have to be paid out to begin with. Uh, I would I, too. No, I get what, what you're I, saying, but I,
0: I'm not talking about me and you. We yeah. we're on the same page. Yeah. I'm talking about people who support police to a fault.
2: People that support poli- they're police, not to a fault. they're not thinking about it that way. Want forty one million to go to the right? But what that, I'm
0: saying is they're not thinking about they did this, they fucked up. But that money could have gone for something so much more useful had they not fucked up in the first of place.
2: Of course, of okay. course. And they get We're away the same with, thing. yeah,
0: they get away yeah. with it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And yeah.
0: then it's like, whatever, police yeah. can do no wrong. I don't get that. Yeah. Well, they're just they're people. Yeah.
2: And and, and and in my equation, an extra fifty thousand dollars in overtime or more staff or more dedicated resources to put towards a case to get the right people would have saved them forty one million. Yeah, that's what I'm saying in my equation.
1: Especially a case like this that went. I mean, there wasn't viral back then, but it was a huge, huge case in yeah. New York City. It was the equivalent so of, of think, what
0: viral is. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you would think they would put a lot of resources into this case to find the people to get the, the, the right thing. It, yeah, the right person, and, and that's
2: kind of yeah. what I'm saying. It's like you spent 41 million when a $50,000 in overtime could have could have could have got it right. You know what I'm they saying? They had
0: to have wanted to solve it though.
2: Right, but she with wanted pressure to nail a, these
0: kids. She and who didn't was want her
2: to, fucking boss, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Like her boss gotta feel the pressure too. It's it's it it it, it can be done. I get you. This is They an have anomaly. to care.
0: They have to give a fuck about right. what they're doing yeah, to people.
1: There's also pressure to find a suspect. Like yeah. uh, there, there's pressure to find the person who did it, but there's also pressure to find a suspect as soon as possible. Mm. So I mean Yeah, I can
2: understand that too. I can understand that,
1: too. Um, right. One one thing I didn't understand is, like, there were probably, like, 20 kids in that classroom, right? So yeah. were these five just the five kids who admitted to it? Or they coerced? Oh. Or was it—did they try this on all the kids That's and the rest question. were like, yeah. nah, bro? Or, or are these just the five that, like— Well,
0: they went and got them.
1: Well, they got two of them, but three of them were already there, right?
0: Mm,
1: I don't remember. No. I think, No. No, they I know went and got. Raymond they went and got there. Kevin. Raymond was there. I think Kevin was already there. Antron wasn't no. there. No. Antron Kevin was at home be because they, because they arrested and him and they hit him in the head with a thing.
0: Uh okay. So he was already
1: there. Yeah, Antron was at home and uh Yusef and Corey were like on the street. Correct. But the other two were already in the precinct, I think.
0: Yeah, Raymond yeah. and Raymond and Kevin. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, there was a big classroom with a lot of kids. That's a that's a great question actually. That's a great question.
0: Somebody named them. That's why they went and got them.
2: Yes, that is what
1: happened. That, yeah, matter of fact, boy, that's exactly Andron's what happened. boy named him. And uh, I don't know who named Yusef, but.
0: I think they were just out talking to people. Yeah, they were canvassing probably.
2: and looking for, it was like a specific net. It was like kids from this specific age that were out and about.
0: On that yeah. night. On
2: that night, yeah. yeah. And how they how they canvassed and got that information is crazy, but. Um,
0: and I, I'm sorry, but like, people die in New York City every day. Yeah, and a white woman gets attacked, and they're canvassing all of Harlem. Crazy. And I'm not saying that it's not important that she's attacked, but like, that's the level of priority that gets placed on one white woman. Right. When there's so many people who are unsafe.
2: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> you know i mean that just shows you where where the priorities lie well, the in. level of care that's given to and
0: the and the pressure to like you said have a have someone in custody over something that happened to her yeah did it, that pressure yeah. exist for his other victims who were people of color like
2: <laughs> doubt it and is that kind of what Famke's character was sort of saying during this uh Famke Jensens i forget what she played who her character's name was in the thing but is I did not realize that was, was
0: her. It, I, it was someone who looked like her in my mind until Corey said it today. And then yeah. I was like, holy shit, that is her. Yeah, that, that
2: <laughs> was
3: her.
0: Um, Maybe it was the wig that was throwing me off. I don't know.
2: It was a straight hair. It seems like that's what she always wears.
0: Yeah, but her hair is like stupid long. And I always think your hair is too long. Cut it. But uh, stupid. <laughs> that's her hair.
2: Um, But I feel like in part four, she sort of made an allusion to that when she was when she was sitting down questioning the cop inside of that bar.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then she kind of made the allusion like. You know, there you was, were
0: assigned and there were other cases with the same M.O. Go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Nancy Ryan. That's who she played.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, um, how did you guys feel about. There's there's this thing um, that they, they do a lot of times in these movies Like they did this in Detroit, mm-hmm. when Detroit uh, when I don't I forgot the character's name, but he escapes the hotel or whatever. And he's like beat up, bruised and everything like that. And a white kid, a white cop picks him up and is like, who would do this to you? They must be monsters or something like that. Like, the idea of, like, really great white people in a corrupt system, I think we see a lot of that in this with, uh, of course, Famke, I guess, Jensen. Um, you she see probably it with, never believed it. She probably it with, knew that this yeah. lady
0: was full of shit, and she mm-hmm. never believed it.
1: But, yeah, you see it with uh, Vera Flaminga. You see it with, um, I forgot the da- guy's name from Dawson Creek or whatever. Uh, uh, Joshua Jackson. Yeah, you see it with Pacey
0: uh, I don't know his name
1: You see it with Like the discount Tom Hardy dude Oh yeah, like, yeah like you, you see it with The black cop Who goes up to uh, The cops to say Oh that kid is 14 years old Or whatever So do you really think These people like Acted this way or they're just trying to make it seem like we're not anti-police or we're not anti the justice system?
3: Mm,
2: I think that's a good question. I think maybe, you know, I there's I think hypothesis. they probably had a
0: chance to, so Joshua Jackson's character, he probably spoke to Ava. Yeah, because he and was And told her about he the conversations that, that he had. He, he probably talked
2: to and her. He could have piped up his, his. you know, he could have like sauced it up with his yeah. involvement. Like I was all the way, you know, but but I think, I think to answer your question on what I think, I think those are made to represent, you know, they're – like you know, Corey and I hate to out Corey on this. Right, he he made a joke on our uh, group text. He was like, "Oh wow, white people, SMH." You know what I'm saying? He always and
0: makes that joke. He
2: does, you know. And and what's <laughs> his
0: song? He goes, "He's like white people, fucking shit up." <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> but but you know, it's important. And, and you know, and I said to him, I was like, "Of course, it's not all you guys. You know, it's not all white people. But fuck, you know what I mean?" Like. I think it's important to know that there's a spectrum, right? There's, you, there's allies, story and it like
1: goes out of its way to say it's not all white people. I don't think. No, so. I don't think so either. Nah,
2: I, I didn't take it that way. I didn't
0: take it that way either. I.
2: It was just enough to counterbalance, right? It I like, I don't think that the, I don't think
0: that 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 Ava cares about that. I really don't. I don't think that that Ava cares about hashtag not all white people. I don't think she cares. I think she cared about telling the story you know the best way she could and I think that if Corey Wise's relationship with that white CO was special to him and he wanted that highlighted in the movie it, right. it got shown in the movie. I think yeah, I, I feel like that's what was happening. Yeah, I don't I, think that I, she I did that. That, one I I that,
2: that, that. I agree with that there. I don't think one that, that
0: the portrayal of white people in this movie in any way shape or form was to make white people comfortable. Sure.
2: I, I don't think so either but I just I do want to address your point is that I don't think She's above that. Like, I don't think that's ever her goal, but I don't think she's above that. I think she's, I think she understands that, like, you look at this, she's not the only producer of this thing. You know, you've got Robert De Niro, you got James, Jane Rosenthal, you got, you know, the whole machine of Netflix, you know, you've got white producers that make decisions on this material. So, so even though she may, she may not go out of her way for it, um, but I, I do think there could be some sort of pressure to make sure that that is
0: i think a thing. The, I think the pressure can exist, but I think that she's <laughs> successful enough that she doesn't have to i I really but again, I don't. I'm not saying that to say that she purposefully minimized them or anything like yeah. that. I just don't think the thought of in
2: this particular situation, in this particular yeah, situation I of,
0: I gotta, I gotta make sure white people are okay. Like, I don't think she's thinking yeah, that I, I think, think it's so. like, okay, these are the white people who were there and this is how they act. Yeah. I, I,
2: I can agree. And
0: I, I feel like that's fair. Yeah, I don't gotta make you comfortable. Like this, this is what happened. And this is what the people who, who were involved look like, Right. like, I don't think, I don't think that they're, I just don't, I can't see her just from watching her interviews and stuff. I can't see her being like, well, I, I can't, I can't make them uncomfortable. I don't think she gives a fuck. Yeah. I really don't. I, 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 my, that's what
2: we defer. I think she gives a fuck, but I don't think she's going out of her. I, I agree. I don't think she's going out of the her way to make them comfortable, but I don't think that's her perspective. I think her perspective is. There's allies everywhere, you know.
0: I don't think that she was. I don't think that she was showing these white people to depict them as allies. I just think that they were where they were, they were when shit were. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I just can't. I just, I can't see her taking that position. Yeah. I and 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 I think that that's fair. Like but, I think I think it's fair. I think people were where they were, and you show them where they were. Right. When things are based on real events. If it's not based on real events, then you get to decide what that looks like. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, I I get that it's it's fictionalized to a certain extent. Like, Mm -hmm. well, I I don't, that's the wrong word I want to use, dramatized to a certain extent. But I just can't, just listening to her talk, I just can't see her going consciously. We have to make the police not seem all bad. Like, I just can't, like after her making 13th and all, like, I just, I just can't see her having that thought process. I, I am not I mean, in her head, but I just can't see, I just can't see it. I agree. To
1: me, it kind of felt that way. It came like, off that way? With it the, with with that the way? black cop who goes to the, uh, two detectives and says, uh, he's 14, you know, and they just kind of brush it off. It felt like the message was police aren't all, all police aren't bad, yeah. basically.
2: See, and, and to Mara's
1: point there, because in that precinct, there. I don't think that would happen. Yeah, I to, think, They would just go and do whatever the fuck they wanted. I don't think there would be like a rookie cop being like, no, guys, that's that's a bad thing to do. Like, I don't think that happened.
0: I don't necessarily know that that was in service of making cops look better. I think that that may have been in service of reinforcing that they were very willing to ignore the fucking law. Oh,
2: that's a good point, too. Yeah, because I mean,
0: I get what you're saying. But that's not how I experienced it. I can't say that I'm having the right experience and mm. you're having the wrong one. But like the dialogue there, what is the point of the dialogue? I don't think the point of the dialogue was, hey, not all cops are bad. I think the point is like they know when, it's so they know what the fuck they're doing. That yeah. wrong, or, or no, I don't even think that's the point. I think that's just the person they gave the line to. But, mm. but, but you understand okay, what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I think that it's like, they they know what they're doing. They mm-hmm. know what they they know they're doing the wrong thing. Right. I think that's the point of that beast dialogue. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. say you are wrong, but that's yeah. just not how I experienced right. it. But, but yeah.
2: no, that, that's a good that's a good conversation though, um, Martin. Um, what else happened in part two that's worth talking about, or should we move on to part three? Let's move on. Part three um, is that when they started getting out of prison. That's when and they started coming what? home
1: and juvie and coming home.
2: Yeah. Yet. Uh, My only beef about that was I didn't—outside of Corey, I didn't feel like I spent enough time inside with them to see their tribulations.
1: Yeah, I felt like I saw more of, like, their family stuff outside than their actual time in Juvia. I think all their time in Juvia, for the most part, is just them, like— at the visiting table or on the phone, right?
2: Which the way they did Raymond's scene, oh yeah, that, that was, was dope, dope right? Yeah. Like from a production standpoint, the way they showed his progression was dope. That was my only beef for part three is just I didn't feel um. en- I didn't feel enough threat on the inside.
1: Yeah, it seems like they were all cool in prison for real. <laughs> I mean, for, it seems like Yusef was pretty much taken care of. Kevin probably had to adjust. It seems like Raymond was cool, right? And um, who else was in there? Oh, Antron. It seems like he was IA too.
0: I think mm. that um, maybe the men realized that four of them had one experience and the fifth person had a strikingly different experience. Mm. Um, And maybe the things that happened to him just didn't happen to them. And that doesn't mean that every day in juvie is a sunny day. They all had their they all had their childhoods taken away from them. But I think like.
2: Well, let me ask you guys this. And sorry to cut you off.
0: No you're not. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding.
2: you <laughs> if you go in, I don't know anything. I'm asking this because I don't know anything about the system in this way. If you go into juvie, you your entire sentence is in juvie or do you transfer no, over to adult to, prison?
1: I think they went to prison at some point. Right.
2: Um, yeah, I
1: think. Because that's that's yeah. kind of what I'm saying. It's
2: like like never, well, how It they never like felt like sixteen year olds. To me, it never felt like they left juvie is what is what my beef was. It's like I ne- I never How got old this were sense. they when they came home? They I think be you can actually it. stay in Juvie like six, until you're years.
0: 21 in some states.
1: Okay, so that means if so Kevin, Kevin... might have been in Juvie, in Juvie but the Juvie rest the of them time. would have had to been in prison. Okay. Yeah, think, yeah.
2: And, like, and like Rikers or something like that at some point. Yeah. Because they, you know, if you went in at 15 and you did eight years, you come out at 23, 24, you know, um, just depending on where your birthday fell and where parole fell. Um so, you know, if you're there until 2021, you're at least doing two, three years. But
0: that's assuming that, so was eight years their sentence or was that the amount of time that they served? Because they didn't all they come all, home. They
2: all served between six and 14 years. And I think I remember seeing that Raymond did eight years.
0: Okay. Because
2: they, they, what we have to keep in mind, too, is they did a full, I mean, they used, they used full different characters to express the age difference. You understand right. what I'm saying? So, obviously, there was a transition that crossed over. Certain, to manhood. Yeah.
0: Um, and you're obviously not gonna look the same at 15 as you do in your early 20s. Um, but you ain't gonna look that different. <laughs> hey, them niggas <laughs> yeah. look different, fam. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was surprised they went that route with everybody outside of Kevin.
0: Shout out to uh,
1: Antron. He he was in this movie called Overlord that was really good. But yo, he that dude looked like 30 something. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: that's yeah. the guy from um, Antron. Yeah, the the kid that played Antron. That's Michael Michael whatever his name's son, right? He's in Fences. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That is that is the same kid. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's in Fences. He just got, oh, wow. he just got Diesel, Diesel for this yeah. one. yeah. <laughs> he was a cool little actor. Actually, I saw him something else recently. Like, he works. He's working.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. Castle Rock. And he was in Castle Rock. I think he played the young dude. Young no, no, Henry no. You're Dever. talking about
0: the young one. The young one was in Castle Rock. No,
2: not the youngest one. We're talking about Antron.
0: Right. Young Antron was in Castle Rock.
2: Oh, y'all talking about the older version. Old yeah. Oh, excuse he me. He was excuse in me, Fences. Gotcha. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. Um, I
0: watched Castle Rock, and thank you because I couldn't remember where I had seen that kid before. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: where I remember seeing him. Um, uh but yeah. So, but so I, yeah, I just never got that feel. I never got that same experience that you know. Obviously, didn't have that same experience, but that Corey had. You know, when he goes into these prisons, he gets his ass whooped and. I just never yeah. felt that kind of danger from them. And so, I would imagine going, they would have all had that high profile stigma. Well, of they would, but five. they
0: would have kind of learned, they would have learned some of the prison game in juvie and being that they spent the bulk of their incarceration there. Whereas like he went to Rikers as a baby.
2: Right. But even being transferred into those other prisons, even with the knowledge, he still got his ass whooped in every one.
0: If, if you go to, no, he's, He's what? intellectually impaired, and he was sixteen.
2: Yeah, but or you—he's an he, easy mark, that's he was, and he's
0: not—he's not a big guy; he's a little guy.
2: Right. So, okay, so so are we saying that you don't think they encountered any sort of danger? In I think prisons? that they
0: did. I just don't think it, I don't think that.
1: And they were they were locked up together. I think a couple of them. Uh, right? Yeah, or like, most of them. Something yeah. I think
0: Kevin were together, but okay. what I'm saying is. I think that in their stories of incarceration mm-hmm. is not his story.
2: of course not. Yeah, yeah. So of course. I think
0: that that's why they didn't spend a whole lot of time on it. Like, you know what I'm saying?
2: It could be. I, t- also, to me, I don't it just think wasn't it's wasn't like cool the, o-
0: the oppression Olympics either. Like, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stealing that oppression Olympics. It's not I, mine. I know exactly who's, who started. So I don't I know. It's it a,
0: it's a thing. It's a it's a uh. common. Phrasing. Whoever,
2: show your face, whoever started this phrasing. Um, Because I'm stealing that from now on. That's a good one.
0: I Um, couldn't sit here and pretend like it was mine. There are way too many people who would call me out. Um.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The oppression of the Olympics. I never heard that expression. That's funny. Um, Yeah, so, but I agree. uh, And I understand the creative decision behind it. Um, Just for me, that's the only thing I felt like I was missing out of this this particular episode Maybe was,
0: it would have drawn it out um, like a whole, whole lot.
2: Yeah, because that final one was a little longer. The, the part four was the longest out of all of them, I thought. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you would have added an extra 20 minutes to part three, I wouldn't have been mad. Um, and I would imagine some of that stuff hit the cutting room floor. What else happened in part three, man, um, that was worth talking about?
0: That was where all that bullshit was happening between um, Raymond and his stepmom. Yeah. And then you see Antron and his father and the dysfunction between them in the wake of him coming home. Yeah. They didn't spend a whole lot of time on Yusuf. But yeah,
2: they didn't. And he just got kind of straight to the point. It looked like I thought that was Blair Underwood playing like a younger part. Did anybody <laughs> oh, else yeah. think that? I was like, they they use that Marvel Age. Nah, that was under-aging. a
1: cop that was a cop at the beginning of the of Detroit when he goes into the party and pretends like he's one of the party members mm-hmm. oh, and then they shut it back, yeah. they shut it down. That's the same dude.
0: I've seen him in okay. quite a few things yeah. Yeah. too.
2: Yeah, he looked like a he looked like a younger version of um Blair Underwood to me.
0: Really? In th- in this
2: particular role, he did a little I bit. I
0: don't. I know what Blair Underwood looked like when he was young. He he doesn't.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> he looked like he like a I don't know, like he played his son in a movie or
0: something. Nah. Um, <laughs> damn, she had to hard. <laughs> I mean, the I was Rosa w-
2: Parks. Nah. Nah.
0: I w- <laughs> <laughs> nah. I watch. I watched Crush Groove. I remember what he looked like. It what, wasn't that. Well, old
2: Blair. Shout out the VCU. He went to was it Virginia State or VCU?
0: I don't know the history of schools that aren't Hampton. Oh, okay. Well, that's funny. <laughs> well, just letting you
2: know, your Boo Blair Underwood. I think it, whichever one is in Petersburg was ever. He's like State, he's right? like
0: Uncle Boo. He's not Boo. Uncle Boo.
2: boo. Oh, he's, mean, he's
0: like, oh, your Uncle Fine. Listen, like, <laughs> you at
2: the age where he could be Boo though. I he could kick
0: be. you underneath <laughs> this table. Well, my leg ain't long enough. I get up and walk <laughs> over there and kick you.
2: Well, um, part three. What else? We had the story of uh, Kevin's sister and the. I like auto. that. Yeah, I did too.
0: I like that. I like what she was telling him. And I yeah. feel like that was a real conversation they real had thing. that stuck with him. Yeah. That was dope. Finding something to look forward to. My,
2: the only thing I didn't like about that scene, Martin, if you peeped it, man, why was why wasn't the tripod like steady? It was like why oh, was it even peep it? It wasn't even. It was kind of Dutch like I was like, yo, what I'm like, you know, this is Brad for Young, so I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Why'd you go Dutch here, buddy? Um, but it, it looked like they didn't. Whoever the first AC was, they didn't. Yeah. Bubble on the tripod. But anyway.
0: <laughs> bubble. What is it? Two thousand two.
2: No. Well, you know, you you line the le- the level the bubble level. Oh, There's I thought like you meant else. I
0: thought you meant bubble, like how we used to say it in two thousand two. Never mind. Oh, no, 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 no. am talking about the leveler. <laughs> I'm talking on the tripod. black right now. That's funny. He's not.
1: Nah, I'm missing
2: it. Obviously I wasn't blacked her at that time. Frame.
1: <laughs> I was I was on some other shit. Oh, um yeah. we had Antron's girl too. That was kind of weird though. Cause she would, mm-hmm. like when they broke up, she was like, This is what you do to women? Yeah. I was like, yo, you 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 hooked up with them. <laughs> like, yeah, you wild, <laughs> well, you yeah, once you found out what happened, like you just gone. Yeah, use it
2: against people. Do that
0: that, though. Like they just will say whatever when they're mad at you to hurt your feelings.
2: How do y'all feel about that? Out of curiosity, when people do shit
3: like that,
0: I'm not a fan. I won't fuck with you. Yeah, and I'm I'm that person. Like when I'm fighting with you, especially if I'm in a relationship with you. If I'm not in a relationship with you, like what what Damon Wayans say, I'm gonna talk about the legs. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, but um. But if I'm in a relationship with you, like especially like if I love you, like I'm not gonna forget that I love you because I'm mad at you. There's just a way that I'm not gonna talk to you.
2: That's that's just a whole nother conversation, man. Because yeah, I'm. That's just a weird one, man. When people say wild shit, and you like, oh, I kind of trusted you with that information.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you just do
2: it. You just hit me with it. Like, oh, I got it. That goes against your credit
1: report a little bit. But it is kind of weird that he wouldn't take her out if she already knew everything about the situation. I thought he was hiding her because like she didn't know. That he he had been to jail for this right. thing, but if she knew everything about it, like he just was being cheap the whole time.
2: Well, I, I assume that there was. I assume that there was a certain amount of time that passed that we weren't privy to, so she didn't know at first when they hooked up. But then maybe she got to know him, and then she got to understand who it was. That's what I thought, yeah. maybe, but because that's what I, that was another thing. It's like. Things progressed very fast in the third one. You d- you didn't know how much time it really passed. Yeah, between and situations. they were jumping
0: back and forth in time.
2: Yeah, so I, I so I took that as there was time that passed enough time for her to understand who exactly he was, but I could be wrong there too. Right. Um. Um. Yeah, but that was my only beef with the third part. I can't think of anything else that stood out.
0: Yeah, it, it went very. The pacing was really
2: fast. Mm. Um, and then the fourth part, it man, was
0: extremely hard to watch.
2: That was. Man, yo, Jarrell, tight-lipped Jarrell did huh? his yeah. fucking thing on that one, man. Cause um, I I I see him now, you know, and, and that, I wonder
0: if he'll get an Emmy.
2: That's a good question. That's a good question. I think I think that's a great conversation. I think He'll uh,
0: probably get an Emmy to the fucking guard, <laughs> but, dog. Um, if okay. they do,
2: that's crazy.
0: So I th-
1: think Nacy Nash might. Get it? She, she I just because Jarrell's not that known of an actor. I don't think he might get a nomination, but he not winning nothing he for knows. this. Yeah. I don't think. Well,
2: who who else, out of curiosity, in this do you guys? Uh, I mean, feel like could be up for one. I, I feel like Michael K. Williams could be. Maybe. I feel like we saw his char- his character do a lot of a lot of John Leguizamo, dog man. He is amazing. He's like effortlessly amazing. Yeah, he's great. I, I fuck with him heavy, man. Like, he's in another... Did you guys ever watch Bloodline? That other show I that's on see, Netflix? I didn't I see him like, in Bloodline, but oh. I watched Bloodline. He was on season three. Oh,
0: no. Nah. Okay. I got through season one and I didn't care anymore. Matter of fact, um, he
2: was in season two and season two. He had a very menacing character. But it was like... Like, that's the thing about John Leguizamo. Is we see him... We see him in a wide range, right? When he plays fucking he's like, Luigi.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's
2: fucking Luigi. And then <laughs> Benny Blanco, like... When he plays a bad guy, man, he just has this aura about him that really can do it. Like, there's just something you got to see. Bloodline, man. I don't
0: got to see nothing. John Leguizamo was fucking amazing. I don't know why you're trying to convince me. I'm just letting you talk. You keep keep making a face like because I'm like, why is it surprising to you? Like, I don't know. Like because certain people we did you see did you see Summer and Sam? Of
2: course. Okay. Just, is, a, did you a, think
0: you feel like he was evil in that one? Because I really fucking did. Even um, though he wasn't meant to be evil, I was just like, "Oh, you're a piece of shit." I'm a
2: piece of shit. Yes.
0: And that's another instance. His his wife was like, "You fucking faggot hairdresser." Like yeah, I was yeah, like, "Whoa."
2: Yeah. But but dude, I know what it is about John Leguizamo is that like there's always conversations about the greats that come up, and his name never comes up. You know, his name his name never comes up in these conversations. You know,
0: I bet um, you, I, I'm sure he like jumped at the chance to be in this movie.
2: Probably, probably, TV. Um, I, but it just opens up the conversation of like, there's just so many roles that he could be in that there's so many, like, I feel like I should see him in a lot more is what I'm trying to say. And we don't like he, I don't know if that's his thing. He's kind of like the, the Daniel Day Lewis of like, you know, uh, of, of cinema, another What do you think is limiting him? It has to be his his integrity about what he actually wants to do. You know, it has to be that because it's not his ability.
0: What stories should include him that haven't?
2: I don't know. That's that's probably a long list. A long list. I mean, he can play anything is what I'm trying to say. He can do anything. You can just pick a character that we've seen any kind of non-black person in and he could be that. He he could have been in training day. You understand what I'm saying? Like he could have easily been a role in training day.
0: Why not? Why not? Why? I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my head around that. I, because I don't see him wanting to be any of those roles. Um,
2: But that's what I'm saying. What I, I'm saying is that. I get, is, what, is, is I get that what
0: you're saying too. But it, like. It has to be
2: his integrity that's keeping I don't him from think, being a I don't a think he, thing.
0: he's not Mexican. So I don't, I mean, he's, is he Puerto Rican? I don't. He's Puerto Rican. Google that. One of his parents. He's one of his parents is not. One of his parents were Italian or something? No, they're, they're from another Latin country. I just can't think of which one it is. Oh,
2: shit. He's had me fool this entire time. See, see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing thinking he's Puerto Rican this entire time.
0: I think his mother may be Puerto Rican, and his father, is he Honduran or?
2: Moved from Colombia to the United States with his family when he was three years old, so he's Colombian.
0: Not even Puerto Rican.
2: That motherfucker had me fooled this whole time. <laughs> I don't remember him ever
0: saying he was. So
2: Rican. so I, so why couldn't he been in any of these? Any well, listen, man, why wasn't he in Scarface? Why wasn't he in uh, uh, Narcos? Why was um, that's not Mexican?
0: Saying. And he doesn't read like a Mexican. Narcos
2: person. Narcos is is Colombia was Colombian, wasn't it?
0: I didn't mm-hmm. really parts watch of it, it. Yeah, you yeah. see what
2: I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like.
0: But but as far as Training Day, he doesn't read like a Mexican. Like looking at him, he doesn't but read. He like
2: didn't a Mexican. have to be a Mexican. He could have been uh, uh, Denzel's partner that was the crook, the other crooked cop that he ended up coming in his house and killing. He could have been him. But he, I mean, shit, he could have been Ethan Hawke's character. Well, now he's a little probably too old but, to done that. But so was Ethan Hawke. Two, um, so, yeah, so in two thousand one so, John Leguizamo no, could have done was that. No, he still old in
0: two thousand one. But <laughs>
2: um, that's but. not the
0: point. You you don't have to convince me that John is good. I'm I'm just trying to like he and he works so where are we not seeing him that you want to see him so
2: maybe that's what maybe I'm maybe he's so good at working and being like this transient character and, and that him I and just Spike stay sp-
0: making one man shows and HBO keeps airing them so done like one or two John Leguizamo yeah that him and Spike did yeah they've done like two but like before that he had like. Mambo Mouth well,
2: Hold on why? So what was this whole Childlike on When I was like Yeah him and Spike Just did one or two Childlike Wasama Yeah him and Spike Right That's what you
3: just yeah, said Yeah but I'm right? saying But
0: like he's had All these one man shows Like yeah. HBO keep, and, and they were on HBO So it was like yeah. Freak Freakaholic Sexaholics Right Um, He did several Like so, Mambo Mouth Is when so I remember why doesn't him he like, could,
2: why doesn't he Come in the best actor conversation For us
1: doesn't have That many lead roles
0: I That's guess. what I'm But yeah. what's limiting him From having lead roles
2: that this is the whole conversation. It has to be his integrity. You know, I was listening to. So, so shout out to first of all, I don't when is, think a, when
0: ever is given, a when is a Latin man one? Like best actor. Oh, I can't tell you, but I'm not saying it hasn't happened. Yeah,
2: I couldn't tell you right off the rip. And if but it I was a Latin has. man, was
0: he was he like Latin reading? Like you understand what I'm saying, or was he right. white reading? Like
2: I, I don't know, I don't know. But 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 so let me let me go somewhere real quick. One we've never shouted out. And I've been wanting to shout out Chandler's. Uh Chandler does a podcast with WTKR called Act Three. It's a very dope podcast. But he put me onto another podcast called Um Um Chandler put me onto a podcast called Blank, Blank Check. Check.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, And I think you had told me about that before. And they had and I was listening to an episode about Thief. They're doing like a Michael Mann thing. And they were talking about James Kahn. And they were talking about how James Kahn is is like um just very like uh they just got to a point where he was like I'm not doing that fucking shit like there's just a lot so many roles he just disregarded because of his acting integrity I guess you know and it just you know you hear stories like that about guys like that or you know that were self-deprecating kind of like um you know who who played uh Vito Corleone um Mario Mar- 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 Marlon, Brando, Brand- Marlon Brando Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando. Yeah. you you know you hear these stories about these self-deprecating actors or these actors that have like this high integrity where it's like they're very, 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 very picky about the roles that they take. but So you hear something like that about, like, potentially about John Leguizamo, but then you look at some of the characters that he did take, right? Like I mean, Spawn he was fucking,
0: he was in Spawn, he was, in, he was Luigi, he fucking put on a dress and was in Tu Wong Fu.
2: Tu Wong fucking Fu. So it's like, so is it his integrity or is it just he only works well think, as a certain I don't, type of character? No, I
0: think he hasn't had the role that's put him there yet. I really don't. Man,
2: well, I'm telling but you, man, somebody needs to figure that like, out. But in terms of like what's
0: limiting him, I really can't put my finger on it. I, I know he plays Latin people, except for Luigi, but he plays Latin people. Like That's who he plays because that's who he is. And I mean, I'm okay with that, but I don't know that... Oh. <sighs> That was weird.
2: Yes, I'm sorry cuz he's doing he's going to be in the Godmother movie about Griselda Blanco.
0: That's it's the in pre production. Not... Okay. So they're making another one, not that bullshit with Catherine Zeta-Jones that's on Hulu.
2: Oh, I I wasn't even aware of that, but it sounds like they're making another one. Yes. I don't even
0: understand why she got that role. She is Welsh. Um, anyway, <laughs>
2: so, right. So, um, but yeah, who's that, playing
0: Griselda?
2: They, Griselda Blanco, Catalina, Sandina, Moreno. Not
0: a woman that's from Wales. Great. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait
2: a minute from Wales. No, I'm just kidding. She's from Bogota or how you pronounced that? Bogota, Bogota. I don't know how to pronounce it, but she was in, uh, she played Maria, Maria full of grace. That movie. That oh, I she's, Col- oh, she's good. Yeah. She's Colombian for real, for real. She's
0: like, yeah, Colombian, Colombian. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right. Uh, what else about four? I did the most crying in four. I did too. All right, where'd you cry?
0: Um, I cried watching that black CO being a fucker and letting those people like when they were when they were attacking him and he was like smacking his hands with the baton, Piece like of so shit. He couldn't hold on to it. Yeah. I just, I cried then. I cried when. I cried when his sister was being put out the house. Mm. Um you tearing up now? Not so, well, I'm not. Not so much because of the transgender element of it, just because that was another part of his um, his support system he no longer had access Facts. to. And for him to have to, like, learn about her death in prison and not not be able to, like, go mourn her, that was that was just a lot and i yeah. just can't it was just a lot and i just know that he was he was a baby he was yeah. a baby yeah and unfortunately like i listen to a lot a lot a lot of podcasts and <laughs> serial season 3 was especially hard in just hearing the police union advocate talk about tamir rice Looking sixteen, like a sixteen-year-old, still a baby. Like, you know what I mean? Like, our children just don't—they don't—they don't don't stand a fucking chance. Yeah, and it just reinforced for me, like, looking at them in episode one as babies, but then seeing what was done to him as a baby. There's so many sixteen-year-old boys that I know from church and the community, and my little cousins and stuff, and yeah. That it just did something to me, it mm-hmm. just did, and then too, like with him him having like impaired intellectual capacity, you feel like a man for picking on a slow kid,
3: yeah, what kind
0: of bullshit coward fuckery is that?
2: Well, so all right, so just to shoot a little bit of bail to him, right? Like they weren't looking at him as a kid. They were looking at him as one of the rapists, one of the convicted rapists, I right? I get
0: that, but like
2: and not to not to take the onus off of him, but I guess I'm just looking through it from
1: their lens. I mean, I think it's like a good thing of if if someone thinks you did something terrible, it's very easy for them to like dismiss Ex- you dismiss your humanity discard like, you like yeah. I don't I don't hear anybody saying anything about how humane someone is like the people who did that thing the junior in the Bronx like the kids who did that like yes. I don't hear anybody talking about them as anything but savages as I mean they obviously are. they aren't obviously there's yeah. something in their life that got to them to that point whether it be like the peer pressure whether it be them in a gang whether it be maybe they're just evil but it's never that simple, but when it when it happened, everybody does, doesn't matter if you're black, you're white, whatever. They were calling these kids savages. Right. What, ha- what happened
0: right. to them in jail?
1: I have no clue. I know a few of them snitched though, but it's, I have no clue what happened to them in jail. You talking about the kids who do the thing to Junior? Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. But
2: I mean, you know, I because I, because that's a great point actually, and that 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 gets me to really understand more of their mind frame, right? Like, if I was out now, I wouldn't be in a position where I would do more to affect those kids' lives, but maybe I would just look the other way like the first guard in Rikers, right? What what can you do for me? Because I have no incentive to not look the other way with you. Um, But I wouldn't, if you were getting fucked up and I saw it, I would do my job and play that. You know what I'm saying? If I did see it as opposed to looking the other way, I I guess I would be forced. I wouldn't aid in it. I wouldn't, you know, just to your point of, like, hitting hitting the hands on the bars, I wouldn't aid in it. it am I making any they sense? They were
0: doing more than just roughing him up. They were trying to kill him. Yeah, right? they were
2: trying to fucking yeah. kill him. Man. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous.
0: I just, and then to, like, how many people, how, does jail even, I mean, I guess because it was such a high-profile case,
2: mm-hmm.
0: how many people are in Rikers for rape?
2: I don't know. I mean, I would imagine, I would imagine plenty. I mean, I'd imagine how many plenty people are convicted? In
0: there. Yeah, but how many? I'm how saying, many
2: went to trial and actually, you know?
0: Well, you know, Khalid Browder was there for three years with no trial, with no
2: trial. Um, and and I think that you know, just going by Ava's stat, that's ninety-seven percent of the people in the justice system have not gone to trial. It's either plea deals or they're waiting for their day.
0: Well, I mean, know? in terms of like convictions, though, like what are what are you? Why are you here? What yeah. are what are you accused of? Whether or not you did it. You know what I mean? What are you accused of? What kind of heinous things have people done? Like right. Beat an old lady or are you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are you here for? So is dope boys doing this to him? Like, who's doing this to him? Are they murderers? Are they violent people themselves? Like, well, who's, They could be murderers. Who, but who, who, How is how is you killing somebody, something that should be looked upon with less scrutiny than you raping somebody?
2: That's, that's, They're that's both their, That's the ecosystem Yeah I mean but i, guess, I, I you know, That's why I can't crimes. wrap my
0: head yeah. I'm not I can't wrap my head around it I'm not saying that Your perspective is wrong Because I, I wholeheartedly believe That that's probably The, the thought process right. Like Because yeah. I've heard that before Well Our wives and children Are walking around out here Whoever yeah. you kill Was somebody's wife or child yeah. Like
2: or, or Yeah You know Wife or child Yeah For, for sure um. Yeah. It's and a I don't think ecosystem. like dope,
0: nonviolent dope boys are like in Rikers. Like, you know what? I'm gonna try to stab up.
2: No, It's it's probably it's murderers. somebody else who's it's, also a violent offenders. criminal. Yeah, violent yeah. criminals. Yeah. I, I don't I, I get, get you. it. It's a weird thing.
0: I don't. I don't get it. Maybe yeah. it's not for me to understand. I. I hope I'm never in a in a position to have to observe that firsthand. But mm-hmm. but I'm, But it's and kinda jail no does different. something to people.
2: It's kind of no different than out here, right? You got people who are cops that have probably had domestic incidences at home. Or nah, or listen, st- or stole look up from a stat. store.
0: Look up that stuff. Yeah,
2: it's a lot of them. So it's it's no different than the <laughs> ecosystem here. Some people just that's the whole thing about prejudice and racism. Right. It's like certain people need things, things and people below them to make them feel better about who they are. So, you know, uh, what they say about like the poor, you know, poor white people.
0: How need can they? Be, to blame? Yeah, yeah.
2: Or they need somebody to feel better than. So it's like we're niggers because.
0: Because th- you're poor.
2: Because, yeah, because they're poor and you guys are, we're poor, but we're not you. You know what I mean? That sort of status class thing. So it happens yes. everywhere. Um, the part where I, uh, the, one, I think the first part that I shed the tear in part four was um, talking about the the CEO that was real nice to him when he was like, um, uh, Corey asked, him, man, you know, why are you so nice to me, man? He was like, man, if I, he was like, I have a son, you know, I have a son and if, he was in here the way you're in here i would want to know somebody's treating him like a human being you know what i'm saying and i I lost it there man because in reality that's just the reality like um just going you know tying up you guys's point humanity everybody deserves it right no matter whatever the situation is everybody deserves it so when somebody who's not supposed to give it to you gives you a slice of humanity man that shit is different you know um
0: he this probably he he probably observed Corey to the point where he no longer believed that he did what he was accused of yeah. and recognized his impairments. Right. And was like, this is wrong. Right. Right. Because um, he seemed to be looking the other way at first. Yeah. And then was like, this is regular jailhouse beef. And then I think when he really... Got a more well-rounded observation of the situation. Yeah. Then it became, okay, like, I can't let this go on. Right. I can't wear this on my conscience. Um.
2: Yeah, man, I lost it there. I lost it when they got out and they all stood hand in hand and, you know. You ever
0: seen that picture?
2: Yeah, yeah. But just seeing that is, I lost it there. And then I lost it when they played nip at the end, bro. Like, they, you know, part four really nailed it home for me um, in a different way.
0: Were there any parts of it that were especially uncomfortable for you, Martin?
1: Um, I would say the uh, interrogation scenes in the first episode, um, definitely. Um, I wasn't really, the fourth episode, It I wasn't crying or anything, but what kind of hit me was like when he, he requested a transfer, right, to get closer to New York so his mm. mom could see him. And he was, and he was they like, you know, it might not work away. for you. Yeah, he was like, you know, it might not work for you. He was like, I've had all the b- bad luck I can handle, or something to that effect. Yeah. And then he's right further away. It's like, damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah, he was like, <laughs> yo, I
2: used, the, I used the ball, like the whole,
1: blood. the fucked up thing is like, you got to start all over in that prison yeah. ecosystem. Like, I think in his, in the other place, he was, even though he was in solitary, he was kind of all right. But you got to start all over, and people going to fuck you up all over again. Like, that was horrible. Well, it seemed like how
2: the film almost made it seem is that his time got easier when he stopped expecting, right? He just kind of, like, came to the conclusion. I'm here. Nothing's going to get me out. I'm just going to do my maximum, and that's where I'm setting my head is I'm doing my maximum.
0: And I think the sensationalism of his case, like, died down, too. Yeah.
2: Okay. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. So...
2: Why wasn't
0: they fucking with Reyes the same way they was fucking with him? Like his case wasn't as, as his high, high profile, profile.
1: Right, he had the crazy eyes. The, cra- he
2: <laughs> the crazy He definitely fucking does crazy eyes to get you there. Um, yeah, man, that's is is, is we gonna call that a wrap on the oh, the oh, the only thing because we this is a long episode. Um, the only thing I want to address is that you've been vocal about your stance on Avery DuBernay, Lizzie in previous podcasts, where does this rank on her filmography or body of work to you? Number one, the number one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So w- what is your perspective about do Renee going forward or has your perspective changed with this?
0: Excuse me. I don't expect her. <laughs> do I do it? I think she can top this. Mm-hmm. I don't expect her to do it with her next film. Okay. Okay. Um, she has impressed me. That's okay. what I was telling you earlier. She has impressed me.
2: Did you think she had this in her?
1: Yeah. I, I could see it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I I just... What I was saying is that I just wasn't... I I didn't think she sucked. Okay. I just never thought... I just was never as impressed as everyone else. I,
2: I got you. I got um, you. And so,
0: like, I could enjoy something she did, but I just... You know, if I didn't like something, I'm not gonna be like, who's Ava? I can't say anything. Like, right. nah, I don't know, I'm not impressed. But I was impressed with this. Yeah. Also like Bradford Young. Was very excited to see his name. Yeah. I'm excited to see what Ava does next. I think that any exposure that she gets, any opportunities that she gets are a good thing. And yeah. I think that as a black woman, she should be able to have some duds, just like everybody else. Sure. Uh, yeah. She's doing
1: new guys next, I think. Was that? Like that's a comic like a or DC something? like comics thing. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I'm not looking forward to that.
0: I, I mean, I, I I'm glad that we got the Black Panther. We got that's yeah. all I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um.
2: Would you want to see her do the move tragedy? Yeah. You would want to see
0: her do that? I want to see her do it, and I would want a black person to tell that story. Yeah. So I would, I, and I would trust her with it, maybe more than some other black folks. So. Mm. Okay, okay. I, I trust her to tell stories. It's not that I don't trust her. Mm-hmm. It's just she hadn't done anything that...
2: That spoke to you.
0: That's Well, no, it's not even that. I just... She hadn't done anything that I found to be extraordinary okay. until now.
2: I, I I can agree. I can agree. I, I mean, like, but you know I what like though? the wrinkle in time. But I like the messaging, but if it was already... In there. I can't really give her credit, credit
0: for, for it. Yeah, for her execution yeah. of a story that existed. It's yeah. really what she did was add diversity to the cast. And I'm appreciative of that at the very least. Yeah. But as far as, I'm not saying she's mediocre, but there are plenty of successful mediocre white men in Hollywood. Facts. Yeah.
2: Yeah, facts.
0: So if she doesn't knock it out of the park every single time as a black woman, yeah, I'm not I'm not judging her harshly Facts. for it. I'll just say that. Yeah. Black women need the space to be mediocre too. Yeah,
2: <laughs> not saying talk. that she
0: is, but like.
2: No. I like Queen Sugar too. I'll say that. I, I like haven't, I haven't,
0: I watched like the first two episodes of it and haven't been back to it, but but Erica who sat with us. Um, yeah.
2: Queen Sugar's dope.
0: For a true crime documentary. She's like started watching it again and she's like, we need to talk about it. I need you to watch it. So I may revisit it. Yeah, and so it's, many it's people like show. it. So I it can't. But other people like stuff I hate, so we'll see.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good show. Where did you stand
1: with Avery Duvernay, Duvernay before this morning? Um, I thought. I mean, I thought she was kind of overrated. Um, Thank but, you for uh, not
0: making me be the only one.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I think I always thought that, to, especially after Rinker and Time. Um, but this, I thought, was pretty amazing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I would I would say I definitely saw flaws. I'm not gonna because we the podcast is so long or whatever, yeah. Yeah. and I just. <laughs> Part of that is just me watching Chernobyl at the same time and watching like how it feels Chernobyl Chernobyl is really great or whatever, but how he went as much detail as they went into it and tried to recreate so many things. And besides the accents, it feels like real. This felt more like a dramatization of what happened. And it feels like it felt like there were more liberties taken in certain like like when we talk about what the cops actually said. Cause she didn't really have those conversations mm-hmm. because the cops didn't say anything to her. So she had to make it up. But um with those in contrast, I think I probably rate this lower than it should be. I think if I just watched this straight out, I would probably rate it a bit higher. But this is definitely her best work and is it's definitely the best thing I've seen from her.
2: Yeah, I agree. Me as well. Um I'm probably a little bit more I probably like her a little bit more than you guys do. Um, or I don't dislike her. I'm definitely I'm rooting sorry. for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, I, she I she, she that, has um, she
0: has impressed me at yes, this point, yes, and I've, I'm sure she can again.
2: I love Thirteenth. I love, 13th. I love Queen, Queen Sugar. I was a fan of Wrinkle in Time. Uh, Selma, I wasn't big on it, but it looked beautiful. It was very beautiful. You know, Bradford Young. Um, so <laughs> so you know my my stance on her was probably the same. She didn't. She hasn't blown me away, but I've been a fan um, in her progression, and and I am excited to see. You know, she's kind of fallen into this um like mother of the civil you know, just not civil rights, but like like kinda of like how do how do I phrase it?
0: I feel like it's she's pushing political she's, I think she's pushing I think she's pushing politics through art, but yeah. in a way that's still entertaining.
2: Yes, because what she is doing, every every time she puts out something, it seems to create a conversation. And that's what I like about it is that she's she's her art is inspiring conversations, um, and that is a very big strength. So uh, that's it for us, man. We're gonna call it quits here on this. Uh, and, uh, and when they see us, which I don't understand why they called it that, but when, that's a whole other when conversation. When
0: they see us, they see animals, they see thugs, they yeah. see
2: ah, I didn't. They catch don't on see they don't that.
0: see children, they don't see human beings.
2: When they see us, okay, I, I was you know what I always thought that was before the movie came out. I thought there was like a point where one of the kids would be like. Yo, when they see us, they're gonna know it wasn't us. I always thought that it was gonna be
0: no. like that. Well, there said. was there was a part of it, I think it's Corey's dialogue, like in where he's where I thought he was gonna say like something like that. Something right. like that, but he was really explaining the title in that portion of the movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um so thank you for explaining that because I didn't really make the correlation, but uh when they see us, if you have Netflix, man please watch it. I hope we've inspired you to watch some portion of it. Cause there's a lot to take from it on a lot of conversation to be had. Uh, you know, the deal, you know, the drill, man, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, well, Facebook and Instagram, I'll say kind of movie critics on both of those platforms. And on Twitter is just kind of movie crits, C R I T S uh, engage, man. Tell us, tell us what the deal is and what you want to hear about next. Not saying that we're going to do it, not saying that we're going to be more consistent, but <laughs> Please at least tell us what
0: you want to hear about. Yeah, next. It does help.
2: Right. It does help, man. And, um, you know, if, if nothing else, make sure you jump into it, jump into our Instagram and follow us individually. It's all there. So, uh, yeah, that's it, man. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, and, uh, go back and listen to other shit that you haven't listened to until we come back. <laughs> and remember, we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. This has been an On-Ear Network production.